Material Components. Episode 101. But at what cost? Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thank you. So, so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank Yeehaw. You. Uh, hey, everybody. I am Olivia, and I'll be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I am Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. Before we begin today's session, I, of course, would like to ask the question that I always ask, and that is, do you remember what happened last time? Bathroom puzzle. Yep. yep there that- was a bathroom puzzle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Peak of last episode. <laughs> That's really all that happened. <laughs> all things flow through the bathroom puzzle. All things, all roads lead to the bathroom puzzle. I think mm-hmm. it's the same. That's yeah. the same. Listening back, I was actually fairly astounded at how classically D and D our one hundredth episode was. It was yeah. pretty classically D and D, you know. Between bathroom puzzles and weird door mechanisms and secret tunnels and some fairly epic fighting where a mechanical dragon was concerned. Mm-hmm. In said dungeon. In, in said a, dungeon. Yeah, it was ostensibly a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, we did but it. yeah, the, the bathroom puzzle uh led us to a uh, in a roundabout way again because it all it roads lead to the bathroom puzzle and from it um, mm. to that a is the spoke of the wheel <laughs> yeah <laughs> the bathroom puzzles in the middle and just all the um, it what, all makes uh, sense the now. old mage designed the the shape of the valley around was mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. I need to make sure that the bathroom puzzle is in the very very center why Dead there was center. a bathroom already there we just don't know <laughs> It's one of the greatest mysteries. Yeah, there was pirate scale and the bathroom puzzle. If you look at the map of the Tempest Rest Valley, an argument could be made that that bathroom puzzle is in fact in the center of the valley. Yeah, it is basically in the center of Stormhaven, which is the center of the valley. So, my God, everybody, wake up, Stormhaven. Yeah. Um, uh, but it led us to a uh, secret door, basically right underneath the hornet's nest of our foes. Um, the and field. through that secret door was a a big secret room with a giant <laughs> head in the middle and a bunch of weird flowers. A big metal daddy. Bad. <laughs> It's my favorite only Silent a, Hill. Don't... That's my favorite Silent Hill enemy. Yeah, <laughs> big metal daddy. Big metal daddy. It's another name yeah. for Pyramid Head. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Don't yeah. play Bioshock. I was to say that's the no. Bioshock yeah. Silent Hill cross crossover yeah. we've all wanted. Oh, no. <laughs> actually, actually though, 
could be kind of cool. Anyways, D&D. Yes, you found your way to a chamber beneath the Bard's Guild that contained an enormous metal head, uh, uh, a emblazoned likeness of Mephistopheles, Lord of Cania. Super. Love it. This metal head apparently floating uh, in place of where you expected to find a realm scar. Little did you know, how could you know, despite, you know, the supernatural senses of your ranger buddy, that this thing contained a realm scar, the likes of which you had not encountered before. Summoning a guardian, this mechanical head that seemed to be powered by strange artificial beings with uh, flower-like petals with eyes embedded in the petals. All very odd. (laughs) But when those were destroyed and the head itself collapsed, it shattered, revealing a portal wreathed in porcelain gray-blue light that you all found all too familiar. And... Hey, let's not forget that this only it only went this way because ostensibly the wrong person got up onto the pedestal to look at the head. Who knows what would have happened if it was someone else? Uh, it's true. <laughs> like Sid, you know. Yeah, like, like Sid. Sid. Yeah. Like yeah. Sid. Could have been me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All you really know is that when Tirza stepped upon the pedestal, a thunderous voice issued forth from the head that said you are not the child. Whatever that Daddy means. Did not Who like could have? It, it must have been. It must have been Sid because this is how he fits in. Finally, like otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't get it, Mike. It doesn't make any sense. You're right. No, you're you're absolutely correct, and I apologize if that wasn't if that was unclear up till this point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. It's all been leading up to this this moment of mm-hmm. Sid <laughs> continuing to be the center of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the play doesn't lie. I, I, I very much <laughs> he is the metaphorical feel, bathroom puzzle. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I, I very oh, much feel mm-hmm. a a Sokka quote from Last Airbender where the pirates are capturing everybody else, and Sokka's like, "Oh, what? I'm not good enough to kidnap," and then he gets kidnapped. <laughs> Look, the bathroom puzzles were the SIDs we met along the way. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) as the realm scar to some unknown place was ripped open from the inside of that enormous visage of Mephistopheles, within and without, a new reality peeled itself into existence, ripping the chamber you were in away from any walls or ceilings or facets of normality that one might be used to in a subterranean chamber, leaving you adrift upon a clockwork tide, a rolling, ticking, grinding infinity of gearworks that shift and move about you. And in the center of it all, revealed in her reformed glory, was the Skane Witch once again. This figure wreathed in dark cloth, little lines of light forming from fractal patterns that boggle the mind shining through from her body, 
seemingly released from some sort of prison or holding pattern that she was in. She stepped into reality accompanied by two more of her kind. This triumvirate of Skane witches. A coven, if you will. Revealing itself through the realm scar. And they spoke in unison a single word. Threadless. Which is where we find the four of you now. In this chamber adrift upon a now spinning reality. Shifting through unknown, unseen infinities. Your three other threadless companions, the gnome wizard Talila, the Eladrin ranger Camion, and the minotaur monk Judah Sunpalm. Is there any immediate reaction that the four of you have to the sudden shift in location and the appearance of these skein witches? Uh, I am going to... Because I, I am currently um, at the bottom of the stairs, um, kind of in the, like, to the south of them, I guess. The Is chamber that within that you're standing in, yes, has this immense dais at its center. The, a rough semicircle coming from the west side of that dais, extending back right. towards what used to be a hallway leading back and up into the Bard's Guild. You don't know what is in that direction now. But Oh, wait, so I'm on the north end? You would be on the south end. Let's oh, just keep okay. orientation via the map simplified. Okay, so I'm going to move away from the Skein Witches. <laughs> um, basically where I'm moving over to Grawl and Sid, essentially, okay. like as far as my movement will take me. Yeah, come hang out. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have any immediate reactions to what has just occurred? Um, I mean, I saw Sid shit his pants. I saw that happen, so... <laughs> no. I just say that because Lisman got up from the computer and walked away and couldn't hear me. Uh, well, let's just uh, assume it's canon, then. Um, yep, it happened. Sure. <laughs> Great. I don't know what well, it is, but sure. <laughs> don't worry All about right. it, bud. Here, I'll, I'll press to take your pants. I'll help you out. <laughs> oh, great, thanks. <laughs> no, that's my stain. <laughs> God. Um, I'm going to do this something similar in that I'm also going to move south. Uh, Camion and Talila and George are kind of like right in front of these these witchy poos and mm-hmm. Judah is is also kind of in in line of focus and so I'm going to kind of move myself into between all of them. Um, okay. As you're moving betwixt your friends, you would see that Talila's face is aglow with a uh combination of awe which is quickly turning to fear and terror. Uh, yeah, that makes She's sense. clutching at her head and, like, clutching at the pigtails to either side of her hair, and you can see her eyes just slowly, blood vessels beginning to pop, and the, the blacks of her eyes tinting with red. Oh, uh, if that's the case, then I will actually, uh, toss the mace um into the into the quiver and I will uh 
go put like one hand on her shoulder and I'll actually kind of like kneel down so that I'm more on her level. Judah is going to be taking a few steps back with wide-eyed horror at what is here. And Camion, their bow still out, will turn towards Cherish and shout, The deck! Now they want me to use the deck. Um... Sid, Grawl, any immediate reactions to this scenario? Uh, I guess I'll just kind of walk into the center of the room. Um, really just uh, put myself in the middle of everything as I want to do. Um, and then I'm going to uh, stare up at these three uh, skein witch uh, and shout. So now there's three of you. Is that supposed to be impressive? What do you want? Sid, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Great. Um, and with the... So that would be a 12, because... Um, unless I'm actually rolling at like No, you are not, in fact. Okay, great. 12. Yep. You feel yourself trying to resist, but then the median of whatever resistance you might throw up asserts itself. The baseline, the average, the normal overcomes whatever rally you might have internally and something, some power, some presence creates a singularity of the mean that overcomes you. And as that happens, a skein witch, the one on the left, will raise its hand and point at you. And when it does, you feel something tugging at you. A thread lashing out from the base of your skull and attaching itself backwards. And you feel some connection suddenly to Camion just behind you. Hmm. Oh, that thing. I forgot about that. The second skein witch on the right will raise a hand and point at you. And does a 19 hit your AC? It does. In that case, you are going to be taking 27 points of radiant damage, and you have failed one death saving throw. Oh, fuck. Great. Um, can I have that with uncanny dodge? Yes, absolutely. Great. And you said 27? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be... 14. 14, yeah. Great. Yuck. I don't like that. The final skein witch. The skein witch at the center of these things, glowing orbs still glowing around her hands, will point up at all of you in a broad, sweeping gesture. And suddenly, you are all greeted by visions. Oh, cool. In the scarcest moments, you see images of yourselves at different parts of this room, dead, 
on the floor. Each and every one of you. You see Tirza being torn apart by George. You see Judah being thrown into infinity. You see Grawl, a sword erupting from his chest. You see Sid broken on the ground, sword piercer split in half. You see Camion, a never-ending, squirming, writhing mass of colors, shifting, unable to control the ever-increasing tempest within them. And you see Tirza being dragged by a purple cloak into a portal. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Wait, so that first Tirza was Cherish? No. So we see Tirza twice? Yes. Oh. Okay. Good. Cool, awesome. Good, I love it. Wait, how Thanks. do I die, though? Wait, how do I die? Oh, wait. Oh. You do not see a vision of Cherish's death. <laughs> oh, good. Well, fuck that shit. I'm gonna kill Cherish. Solid. We all die. Do She's it. going down with Fucking us. Fucking do it. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Um, so we're not rolling for initiative? No, you are taking okay. 10 <laughs> plus your dexterity That's score. That's what I or thought. Or whatever your initiative bonus is. Uh, everyone who is within 10 feet of me, which I think is no player characters, but our NPC friends, uh, get to add where? their proficiency bonus. Tirza, where are you? I'm right next to Delilah. So oh, okay. I think icon... she's behind George in terms yeah. of layers. Yeah. And we have to be within 10 feet of you? To... Correct. You get that? Wait, where did Tirza go? That's a good yeah. question. I think I got deleted off the map somehow. I don't know. Well, what that's how Tirza dies. Actually, oh, no. I guess Tirza dead. Nope, there it. she is. Ah. Okay. For some reason, your token had been dragged all the way off the map. Hmm. So you can't touch other people's. That that, that comes later. Twenty-five to twenty. <laughs> I mean, you you know the answer to that. <laughs> Fifteen to twenty. Eighteen. Sixteen. Or fifteen. Sorry. Okay. And Tirza. Uh, Judah would be close enough to get that bonus, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, he's like 15 feet away. So. Oh, did not. He not, if he didn't, yeah, if he didn't come into our little circle yeah. more. Um, but, uh, 10 to 15. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Wait, we've had this. We've yeah, had this I we definitely right. have. I think because my dex score is higher than Grawl, I think. Yes. Okay, mine's twelve. Oh shit, mine's also no, mine's oh, thirteen. It would be the right. same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but the modifiers are the same because even though the scores are different. Mm. Yeah. Because odd numbers. I don't need to be fast when I can teleport. It's fine. This is fair. This is fair. fair. True and fair. Can't oh. do that no more, though. Because I already used it on a thing that I thought was the bad thing. It was, it was a bad, bad thing. It was a bad this is thing. Worse. This is worse. This is worse. Yeah. We blew up their house, okay? At the top of the round, 
the Skane Witch Prime will drift forward. Coming out of the portal you see behind her is a perfect sphere in the air, hovering where the floating head used to be. The sphere is a strange, rusty golden color. As she emerges from it, you can hear a loud, grinding, ticking noise. Kerchunk, 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 is clearly coming from the realm scar. The weird crystals around you that had been embedded in the metal flowers that you had defeated are sputtering and pulsing, but they're not whatever they're supposed to do, they're not doing it now. And she will point towards Cherish. Uh, of course. And I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that's going to be an 11. You feel a tether bind between you and Sid. Okay. That will bring us to Sid. Oh, hey, great. Um, we are going to... Uh, are they're floating in the air? Like how? Um, how high off the ground are they? Not very far. Their feet are okay. just their toes dangle up uh, inches above the ground. Uh, well, you know, uh, I've been pretty stupid so far. So why stop it now on episode one hundred and one? Uh, I will ten. Wait, wait, wait. I was right here. So fifteen. So I'm gonna run. Straight up uh, to the dais, um, to the center skein, which um, uh, shaken by by the images I saw, but kind of kind of more uh, upset. Uh, I still have the the two swords, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to strike the main skein witch. Okay, what is your attack roll? The the main witch. Uh, That's going to be a nineteen. Nineteen does not hit. Oh, well, then I literally can't hit it. Um, so I will, bonus action, move back 15 feet. I'm assuming you're disengaging? Yes, I am. Okay. I, I leap in for a, a quick strike. It is of no avail and move backwards before I can get hit again. You see the skein which shudder and move of the barest inch away from where your strike would land. Her form seemingly was never there, was never going to be there. Probability bending itself so that your attack would have never hit. Hmm. That will bring us to Camion, who will load several arrows into their bow and let loose their strikes coming at such an angle that there is an inevitability to these blows, each one striking past Usid and coming towards the Skane Witch as though they were implacably always going to hit no matter what. Plus 13 to hit really does help in this scenario. Yep. But... Okay, so our new goal is don't let Camion die. <laughs> the damage coming out to its average, 11 per hit, not bad, but the... Skane Witch 
takes those arrows with uh, seeming impunity. The arrows themselves sinking into her being and disappearing into the light beneath the dark cloth wrapping. Camion will take a few steps back and give a couple of panicked looks towards Cherish. And that will bring us to Tirza. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Um, I am going to... Oh, God. Um, so this this orb that is behind the, the main witch, um, does it look like... Is it, is it opaque? Or is it, like, see-through? It appears... Does it look like it has, like, tangibility? Like the reflection you see in a soap bubble. But it's not reflecting what's in the room that you see. Like other realities, potentially. You're not quite sure. You could take some time to investigate. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All right, out. All right. Sadagar's well. like, Sadagar's like, we should investigate that. And Tears is like, shut up. Maybe you should. Uh, I am going to, I don't know that this will do anything, but I'm going to, um, pull a javelin and I'm going to try to whip it at this soap bubble. Okay. What is your attack roll? 18. 18. Whipping it past the skein, which it disappears into this bubble. Okay. That's what I, all right. That's what I figured would happen. Um, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna hang out and, um, actually I would like to move so that I'm, uh, more central to everybody in this little, um, so like between Talila, George, Judah, and Sid, so that I can help them out with, um, my aura and also, uh, potentially use my shield okay. to help them out. All right, that will bring us to Judah, uh, who is going to step forward, staring at everything that's going on, and he is going to say, Wait, stop! We we don't need to fight! This, this doesn't need to end like this! And he's going to make an impassioned plea, but unfortunately... The law of averages making his persuasion check a mere 14. The skein witches seem unaffected by his pleas. And the one on the right begins to stare towards Judah. That will bring us to Talila, who will fall to her knees, still clutching at her hair, her eyes wide. And she's looking around as though confused and startled, hearing things that none of you can hear. And she will look between George and Tirza and stare around. And she is going to make a wisdom saving throw, which thankfully means it's a 16. And... At least for now, she is resisting whatever maddening whispers are affecting her right now. But otherwise, she is stunned. 
that will bring us to Cherish. Um, I have some questions about actions. Cool. Mechanic, I'm, mechanical I, I, actions, I'm like mechanics, not like moral. Um, uh, <laughs> so if I were to make a persuasion check, that would be like my action. Yeah. If you're trying to give it your all and make a persuasion check to these beings. Yes. Um, so I couldn't like get something out of my bag as well. If that didn't work. Use an object is also an action. Okay, that's what I figured. Um, yeah. And Grawl's on deck. Mm -hmm. This is true. Plenty of the rest of us can try and talk to them. Only you have the deck. Extremely charismatic. Do you have... I mean, we all are fairly charismatic. This is true. For yourselves. I, I don't not. have proficiency <laughs> I mean, in that's being the persuasive. Thing. Well, eventually I'll go again, and my persuasion <laughs> will be 21. So, you know. Okay, well. Because yeah. mine would be 21 if they were dragons, but I'm guessing they're not. As far <laughs> as you know, the Skane Witch is not a dragon. Weirdly, yeah, they are dragons. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, okay, then I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna try to make a persuasion check, but I am, so what I'm gonna do, okay, Cherish is not gonna get closer, but I'm going to say to them, listen, I, I don't want this to end in a fight, but I do have in my possession, what we defeated you with last time, even if it was only temporary. And all three Skane Witch heads turn towards you. And I step aside so they can get a clear (laughs) shot directly at Cherish. Glad you're taking your your oath to protect us seriously, girl. (laughs) Hey, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they're, gonna, maybe they're just going to like shoot you with hugs. You know, I don't know. Probably. I don't know skiing witches. Wait, that's probably what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look like they could hug good. Yeah. So why don't we take a beat? And what is your mm-hmm. persuasion? It's seventeen. Seventeen. The skein witch at the center. Or at least you think that's the one speaking. It's impossible to tell. The voice comes from inside your head, all of your heads, and has no apparent source other than the Skane Witches. But it will say, You bring nothing. You are chaos. You must be erased. Okay. Well, it was worth a shot, guys. <laughs> Did good. Proud that of you. bring us to Grawl. Okay, so this sphere that they're surrounding, I guess, or in front of, does it look like a portal? Like a realm? Does it look like a realm scar, or is it like... You've never seen a realm scar that was not on a surface. 
Right. Even the one that led to Bitopia was, uh-huh. now that you're thinking about it, on some kind of membrane between the two planes of Bitopia. Right. This one is just free-floating and has formed a perfect sphere in the air. Mm-hmm. Which, like, in my brain, I'm thinking of, like, oh, it, it in 3D, like, space, a flat surface, if you spin it, you know, like, infinitely, it would create a sphere. And so I'm thinking, like, if you spin a, like, a JPEG or whatever like that, it would create a sphere like this in 3D space. So I don't know what Grawl's thinking about that. That's what I'm thinking. So I think that's how they're controlling it, as they've given it physical form i don't know these are all good thoughts yeah i don't know uh part of me wants to go jump in that jump jump in that hole just just jump and jump in that jump in it there's a javelin over there for you to pick up if you want i don't know if yeah sure cool great um god i wonder what happens if we all just kneel yeah good question too ah fuck oh well what are you doing girl yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, this is a bad choice. Okay, uppity up. I'm moving up towards the closest skein witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kill. You said they <sighs> look like they give good hugs. Yeah. They do look like they give good hugs. You hug them. Yeah, I'm not gonna hug them. I am going to swing my great sword at this closest one Mm -hmm. and i am going to use that new fun ability that i picked up from uh consuming the crossbow so my attack doesn't need to roll an attack roll it just hits Mm -hmm. in a 15 foot line and i don't know if that's going to be enough to get all three uh, fifteen foot line I from don't. where you are all are now. No, mm, yeah, it would get the no. prime skein witch and the one on its left. Okay, so um, they all need to make I don't know, dexterity saving throws, and their dexterity saving throws are eleven. Cool. Well, guess my attack would be nineteen then, so they don't make that. Your um, spell save DC, you mean? Oh, sorry. No, not my spell save DC. My spell save DC is 16. There we go, then. Yeah, that works. Um, And so, average-wise, they would take 11 slashing and 5 piercing damage. Okay. So, 16 to both. They said I could use that three times a day? Three times a day, correct. Okay. Hmm. Well, I get to attack twice in a turn, so let's do it again. Okay. You attack cool. once, bringing down this 15-foot line of force that just cleaves through the air, an afterimage of the sword at a much bigger aspect ratio, coming down in a vertical slash, and then in a strange repeat, it's like they're just reusing frames of Grawl that just happens again. And the exact same result occurs. Okay. Seasonal animation. Yeah, yeah the it anim- does. Yeah. The animators yeah, are on vacation this week. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. About it's that. it's much like uh, using the uh, frames they use for uh, Jungle Book and then reusing them in yep. Robin Hood. Yep. <laughs> and Aristocats. Yeah. yeah. And Sword um, in the Stone. Yeah. Wow. 
They're efficient. Very efficient. <laughs> okay. And then that. Oh, I don't have enough. I don't have enough movement to get into the portal. Damn it. Okay. Okay. That will bring us to the Skane Witches. Okay. Hey. The one just to the left of the Prime Skane Witch will point at Grawl, and I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Fifteen. You feel a thread tether you to Sid. Oh no. Man, we all getting attached to Sid. Hey. hey. It took a hundred episodes, but finally. <laughs> he is the thing through all, all which all, all things roads flow. Lead to the bathroom puzzle. The bathroom puzzle king, Sid Half Elf Rogue. The skein witch on the right will point at Judah, and Judah will make a wisdom saving throw. I think he'll be okay. He's good, probably. He's very wise. You know what's funny about monks? They oh, do wait, no, not that's... get proficiency in wisdom saving <gasps> oh, throws. That is, yeah, it's strength, it's strength and dexterity. That's uh-huh. Huh. It's that so, bites, dog. He feels a sudden attachment to Sid as well. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we did break out of prison together, so that makes sense. Is this the episode where they're going to skein witches are all going to make us fall in love with Sid? Sure. That brings us to the top of the round with the prime <laughs> skein witch. Who will gesture with both hands towards Sid? And we've established that a 19 hits your AC. It does. My AC is 18. Cool. So that means that Cherish, Grawl, Judah, Camion all take 27 points of radiant damage. Ooh. That's that's what I thought this was going to be. I can't heal all you guys. I would like to half that with uh, Uncanny Dodge. So if he dodges, do we dodge? (laughs) No. Damn it! Fuck your rules. God damn it. So it'd be minus 14, so that would be... Ooh, Ooh boy. Camion lets out a scream and goes down to one knee. Judah lets out a pained grunt just in front of you, Sid. I can take like one. And Sid, you have failed another death saving throw. Dope. One more to go, guys. But he's not. (laughs) It only applies when he hits zero hit points. Yeah, yeah. Does this have like an effect, like a physical effect? I would say there is. I doubt that it would, but a, a strange pallor is beginning to affect Sid, and as he shifts and moves, you see a very strange afterimage, as though a lingering image of himself is trying desperately to catch up with his body as he moves. Oh, it's like a reverse uh, necromonger. <laughs> what, uh, what happened? Did the, spe- the javelin that tears are through, did it go into the bubble? It disappeared, yep. yeah. It just disappeared into the bubble. Mm-hmm. That I'm will bring us to Sid. Just whip around. <laughs> back sure at me. does bring it back up to me, don't it? Mm-hmm. Um, We're having a good time over here. Come join. Oh yeah, having a blast. Uh, I did okay. Just out of curiosity. 
quick question. Yeah. Imposing disadvantage on something in this situation, probably not going to do anything. All no, things are averaged out. Yeah. Perfectly average. All the pillows here are perfectly average. It's true. <laughs> okay, so gross. Uh, okay, uh, I am going to. Um, I'm going to uh, follow through with the definition of insanity and make it look like I'm going to. I'm going to run back up towards these these three fools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to. Bonus action, disengage, and run sword first into the portal. Okay. All right. Sid explodes. Sid, writhing and lunging past the skein witches, leaps out into open air and dives into this sphere, vanishing from sight. Do the strings follow him? They're not visible, per se. Okay. So you don't know. Do I still feel extremely attached to Sid? In a take emotional way, I mean, probably, <laughs> but... Do I feel like I've taken 27 points of damage because of Sid? Yeah, no, that that's still sticking around. Okay. That, that okay. ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Damn it. Balls. I mean, I care about Sid. That's what I'm supposed to say. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks. Love you. That will bring us to Camion, who... (laughs) The damn thing. Uh, Camion is not looking good. Their color is flashing between winter and summer. The white to gold flashing back and forth. They will grit their teeth and slowly begin to stand the bow in their hand shaking but their hand becoming steady again they will press forward giving one glance to you cherish before drawing two more arrows and firing at the skein witch in the center and the two arrows land unerringly in this creature there's Again, seemingly no reaction from her as the arrows just disappear into the fractal geometries beneath the silken covers. That will bring us to Tirza. Take my action crying. Um, Perfectly uh, acceptable, if that's what you want to do. No, <laughs> that's just what Olivia wants to do. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to no. You said Camion looks really, really rough. Um, I am oh, going uh, like to... like two hit points rough. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well, then I'm definitely going to go over to them, and I'm going walk it to <laughs> walk it off. <laughs> Hobble. And I'm gonna put in fifty-five points of land oh. hands. Okay. Which is all of them, just to be. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because you know know what? Fuck it. Uh Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Hey, weird things happen when I do this. I know. (laughs) Tirza. Uh huh. Please, if you could, roll me a percentile roll. Uh. 
Are we doing the average of that? No. Uh-oh. An anomaly. It's chaos, baby. Chaos, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is a... Oh. My glasses are bad. Uh, that's a 75. It's a 75. Thought it was a 95. Got real excited. Yeah, that would have been something to be excited about. Yeah. As you are standing there, placing hands on Camion, energy of a bright golden font pouring off of you into your companion, there is a low rumble of thunder and the grinding of gears from somewhere. You do not know if there are any further effects. From what you can see around you, nothing else changes, but suddenly there is a level of excitement and energy coming from Sadagar. Uh, is that is that focused in any particular direction, or is it just general? No, just in general. Okay. Camion will stand up straighter, their skin flashing to summer. They will give you a, a big, ferocious grin and nod towards you. And that will bring us to Judah, who, wow, is not super effective in this fight. Uh, he will shout over his shoulder, Where did Sid go? He just leapt in. It's a realm scar, uh, or at least, uh, and I'll kind of like turn to Cammy and be like, it's a realm scar. And Cammy will nod emphatically, it's a realm scar. And a realm scar? Judah will uh, grit the his shadow. teeth and <laughs> sprint up the dais and lunge with some of that dope ass monk shit. Uh, getting an 18 on acrobatics to do a flip over the oh, skein witch. Hell yes. Fuck yeah, bro. And spend a key point to keep moving and disappears into the realm scar. Yay! Prison buddies! <laughs> <laughs> I want the sound effect of like, like, you'd think it'd be like some cool like, flop or whatever, you know, sound going through a portal, but I just want it to be like, it's actually more of a foom. See, it's yeah, I was cool. gonna say it's it has cool. to be some sort of like yeah. There is a moment, Tirza, from behind you, when you hear the the ramblings and, and quiet uh, murmurs of Talila suddenly silence and. There is a from behind you. And a voice says, Okay, okay, okay. And does a 20 hit your AC? Barely, George. Barely. <laughs> so that is going to be 20. Two points of bludgeoning damage as two enormous skeletal fists come crashing down on top of you. 
going to kick her butt. <laughs> Can't. She's a kid. As yes, George has now turned towards you, its skeletal face showing no emotion as it begins its assault. That will bring us to Cherish, who witnesses this happen. Oh god, there's so many things I need to do. Um Okay. Um I'm going to remove the deck from my pouch. Okay. And I am going to move uh let's see. I still, I think it would still be bad if I got onto the dais, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, well, okay, yeah. I'm going to approach with the uh, um, deck and, like, if, I'm going to get to the bottom of the dais and does it seem like it's having any effect? As you bring the deck out still in its pouch, yes? Or do you yeah. pull it from its pouch? Well, no, pull it out. Like I'm so holding ho- it. Holding this deck of cards in your hand, you walk forward holding it out, and it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Um, I Then I get to the bottom of the dais, and I kind of like shoot Cammy in a glance like, um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cammy is staring between the deck and the thing, and lets out a, a, a panic little sound. Uh, okay, and that's my action. Um, so let's see, that's about half my movement. Um, okay, and then George is being a problem. Mm-hmm. George is not being a problem. Don't, don't worry about it. I got this. Oh, okay. Um, Drew just applied a little too um, much force. Uh, Kirsten had a spider tap. on her shoulder. Tap. Yeah. Should I get in the portal? Portal. They I can't kill that. us here if we're, we're not here. here. They can this kill us someplace else, but idea. who knows? <laughs> what are our other good ideas? Uh, none. <laughs> <Hey>, yeah. <laughs> Mike's just like. <laughs> Uh, you, jokes you, about my bathroom puzzle. Y- y'all Nerds. do whatever <laughs> you feel needs to be done. What are you doing? Moving? Staying where you are? Um, I am going to... Just growl at the skeinwitches? <laughs> Headbutt them with your big horns. Right. Um. Okay, let's see. I still have... Oh, wait. It's been like three rounds, yeah? Uh, we're barely through the second round. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast, uh, Lightning Bolt slash Acid Bolt at the main skein, which... The main skein, if you will. I will. Indeed. Uh, and that is a, um... Lightning Bolt is a dexterity saving throw, I think. Lightning Bolt is indeed a dexterity saving throw, and their dex okay. save, as we've established, is 11. Right. Um, so that is uh, 24 acid damage. 24 acid damage to the main skein. Yes. 
Oh, and uh, in order to cast the spell, um, I spend two sorcery points to cast as a bonus action. Very Sorry, good. I forgot to say that. Yeah. Uh, thank you for doing that. Um, and let us see. So that is your whole turn. Um. Well, hold on. <laughs> I only use half of my movement. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's like all directions are bad <laughs> because George is over here fucking shit up. And Skanewitch is over here fucking shit up. Um, There's no Skanewitch on the other side of that portal. That we know of. Sure. That we know of. Oh, that's fine. Hey, we'll deal with that problem. We'll die over there. That's, that's fine. Whatever. That's, I don't want to die. That's and... other reality us is problem. Yeah. 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 Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, I'm just going to like move back God. here. Use the rest of my movement to get back to where I was. Just okay. kind of far away. <laughs> that see about the will bring turn. us to Grawl. You know, I really wanted you to dive into the portal, like, really bad, because that way I could dive into the portal, but now I can't because I have to stay here and protect your ass. You understand that, right? According to my objective system, I didn't have enough movement left. (laughs) You could have gotten close. Yeah, let me move closer to this game, witch. What you doing, girl? God damn it. Fucking, uh... Do this this is the this is the blood war Grawl and Tirza attempting to drag each other out of the fucking fight all over again. So so annoying. Uh, you made a good choice. I'm just saying, Cherish, you made a good choice. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> I know. Fine. It's good. It's good character shit. Fuck it. Okay. Uh yeah, so I am going to <sighs> Oh god damn. Um Wow, I was really banking on you diving through that portal. <laughs> now my plan is different. Follow like, oh, your I'm heart. Not to... My heart is probably going to get stabbed by my own sword, so... Yeah, I'm going to have to... None of this shit is going to hit. Because we know that a 19 didn't hit, right? It did not hit the center skein, which no. Okay. Interesting wording. I would like to try and stab. Just it, reiterating what you observed. I know. I know. No, I'm. When you said it didn't hit the main skein, which I don't. Has anyone tried to punch a or not punch, but normal like attack any of the side ones yet? No. Nope. No. Okay, gonna try that. Uh, so my attack would be a nineteen with the great sword. For and the skein, which subtly moves out of the way, your attack. Swinging wide. And now we know that was for research purposes. We understand that now. Cool. I'll do uh, another. God damn it. Yeah, I'll do the piercing shot thing again. And so main skein and the uh, lowest one take. 11 slashing and 5 piercing, and that's all three uses of that for the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving it all, staying where you are? I mean, 
movement doesn't seem to matter and if i leave i'll believe it's threatened space so it is going would take a attack of opportunity and i can't dive through the portal yet because reasons so hanging out okay right here that will bring us to the skein witches one of which will disappear in front of you grawl what it will vanish. Whoops. Uh-oh. And reappear about oh, 20 feet away, man. just in front of Cherish. Aw, oh, nuts, is what Cherish says. <laughs> and does a 19 hit your AC, Cherish? Of course it does. <laughs> then you take 27 points of radiant damage, and you have failed one death saving throw. Oh yeah, I'm we gotta get that. into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calm. I'm cool. I'm collected. Uh, sorry, it's a 27 again. Uh, Gosh, these hot do- hot toddies go down quick. Damn. The other skein witch. The, the hot dotties. On the other side will also They're vanish. effective. And reappear just between Tirza and Camion. It will wrench a hand down towards Camion, and those terrible threads of dark energy will strand out towards them, and Camion will take 27 points of radiant damage. I just healed that. That will bring us to the Prime Skein Witch, who will look towards you, Grawl. Mm-hmm. And actually, hmm, we'll float forward, leaving the circle. Does it just look at me, flip me off, and walk away? No, it's decided the target-rich environment presented in front of it is more uh, efficient. Damage effective? That's fine. It would. Math witch. So every, so let's see. Talila, George, Tirza, and Camion need to make wisdom saving throws. That's a 17 for me. And I'm assuming your paladin bonus is applied to this? That is with my paladin bonus, yes. Okay. Uh, I'm asking for Camion and Talila mostly, though I don't know, would your aura still affect Talila at this point? Okay. I would I would still sorry, I was muted. I would still let it affect her. Okay. In that case, Talila resists this effect as thousands of slender black threads appear from tiny little spots of porcelain blue-gray on the floor and erupt outwards in a meshing weave that pierces through Tirza and Camion. You said your save was a seventeen? Yeah. Okay, as Camion's is not much better, and you will take, as these threads whip out, 50 points of force damage. Wait, what? (laughs) As everything in this broad 60-foot cone is attacked by a destiny distortion wave. 
we fought baby Skanewitch before. Oh, yeah, like a super like diluted like not a Skanewitch. We fought like you had the deck of many things. Cherish. What are you doing, dog? You had the deck of many things, and you weren't in a bleed-over effect of this thing's home plane. Cheers, fix our shit, please. Big problem. I have you the deck. You solve all of our problems. Fix it. <laughs> Make it better. Okay, so, so, fun fact. Um, I'm down. As is Camion. Yeah, I was going to say Camion's defo down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up from this and I'm going to Are you? smush Delilah. <laughs> I'm so mad at her right now. <laughs> and that will bring us to Sid. As what's Sid up to these days? Well, let's find out. Yeah. You've flung yourself through the portal, and you have found mm. yourself on a strange, shattered platform. Each piece connected by small bridges or connective material. You can see that each of the platforms is a shape, a perfect shape of some kind. It's three-dimensional facets hovering in the air, spinning, though even as it spins, it is as such that your feet do not leave the portion of the shape that you're standing on. So as the whole thing rotates in a strange symmetry around a point behind you, you don't seem to move even as the shape fractals around you and weaves in and out of itself. Hmm. Standing just in front of you is a strange, tiny creature its body made of a, a golden bronze, has a single eye in its otherwise circular body. It has spindly little arms and legs that come out of this circle. It has tiny little wings that flutter slightly coming out of this bronze disc. It's holding in its spindly little arms with three spindly little fingers, a javelin, and looking at it with curiosity, kind of turning it to the side and tipping it up one direction, then another, of staring at it, making soft little clicking and whirring noises as though confused by this shape. Is it... so it's just in front of me? Mm-hmm. It is inspecting what appears to be Tirza's javelin. Um, I'm just going to go up and take the javelin back. And it will stare up at you. It is maybe comes up to about your knee. Looks up, surprised. It's single eye, blinking, with a slight little clack, 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 clack sound. Is it cute, Mike? In a, in a weird, like, Disney's robots kind of way. Okay. Hmm. Was that Disney? No. Who made that robots? Dreamworks. No, that was, I think that, yeah, I think that was DreamWorks, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. good enough to be Disney. <laughs> It had Obi-Wan in it. It was perfectly good. Yeah, yeah. no, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I like that movie. Oh, it was Maybe Fox. Huh. Either way. Huh. Creators of Ice Age. Um, I, don't yeah. know if you, I don't know if you and speak common. Fact. 
But, uh... And it will say, I do now. Oh, great. Perfect. Yes, perfect. My name is Sid. Who are you? I am, and it lists off a string of numbers. 01438974218675309. Great. I'm going to call you Qbert. What an odd reference. Cubert, <laughs> where am I? Macalis. Cool. Uh, no. It is no. perfectly average. Oh, 71.3 degrees Fahrenheit. Are you aware of the Skane Witch? Slash three Skane Witch? Skane Witch. Ah, yes, the untangling protocol. Do you know how to turn that off? It's, I, I just came from in there. It seems pretty untangled, if I, if I have to be honest. We will wait for our reports to come in. Oh, well, I am that's not a duo me. drone. These are beyond my purview. Is there like a switch around here? I can, I can turn that off. Do- there are many switches. Great. Which ones turn off the uh, the untangle protocol? Just because, again, I just came from that way. This game winch is like, hey, we got it. Mission accomplished. What is your you deception roll? Uh, deception is 16. It will stare at you and say, this seems unlikely. It's the it's the the George W. Bush mission accomplished standing in front of but it's the skate which is just like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> How big is this thing? Comes up to your knee, it's maybe the size of a serving platter. Is there a portal behind me? You slowly turn and you see that there isn't. Oh fuck. There is a pillar. Surrounded by ten other pillars, each of the ten smaller pillars feed into the large one at the center with what appears to be some kind of strands of different colored metals. You think they're mithril, but they're mithril the likes of which some of these variants you've never seen before. Okay. The pillar at the center seems to be made of a probably rhinestone, but it's almost like a mirror-polished rhinestone. And as you're looking at it, you can see that what it's reflecting isn't you or what you're standing on. You can see suddenly a, a vicious scene as Camion and Tirza are ripped asunder by ruthless, brutal threads streaking through their bodies. Um. <laughs> Why am I even going to attempt this? Uh, I'm going to look at... So, how how many of these... You said as they're... you're looking at the large pillar, suddenly Judah will <laughs> come through and appear directly next to you, coming out of one of the smaller pillars just to your left. I hey Cubert, did I come out of that pillar that Judah just came out of? Where are we? What's going on? It's a long story. Okay. 
Well, it's Mechanus. It's not that long of a story. Right. And the strange little thing will say, You emerged from the realm wheel? Yes. But that particular pillar, I point at the one that Judah came out of, or a different pillar? We were busy observing the strange construct that was hurled at us. We are unsure. So helpful. Um, so, Mike, you said there are ten pillars around, and then there's there's mithril thread. Uh, Connecting uh, each of the ten smaller pillars to the large central one. Is this some kind of some kind of portal you got here, Cubert? These uh, threads important for this uh, this portal here? No, portals are too unruly. Oh, yeah, fair enough. This is a realm wheel, very precise. Mike, I'm going to use my thirteen investigation to see if there is an on-off switch. <laughs> As Sid stares around at an on-off switch. Seeing none. Fuck. That will bring us to Camion. Who immediately rolls a 10 on a death saving throw. Oh, yeah. Automatically failing. Oh, shit. And that will bring it's us good to and great. Tirza. <laughs> I'm assuming that I also must make a death save and I must also fail it. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Great. That's what I do then. <laughs> brings us to Judah, who is on the other side of that portal, staring around. He will look towards the duo drone and ask, What is the purpose of this realm wheel? And the duo drone will say, why, play in our travel, of course. The untangling protocols need swick and efficient ways of traveling between the realms. Our inevitables use these technologies as well. Very precise. And Judah will say, inevitables? And the duo drone will say, yes, like that Marut over there. Pointing Across from where Sid and Judah stands, a being stands 15 feet tall, like a bizarre clockwork-ornamented hourglass. Its center, a burning disc of gold, a single eyeball mounted between its shoulders. Its huge arms and legs affixed with barbed tines. It stands implacable at the edge of this oscillating platform. And beyond him, an impossible, fractal city, spinning, moving, continually making itself. Thousands, millions of these strange, winged, platter creatures drifting about its exterior. Weirder, stranger creatures moving about on its surface. Cubes and circles and spheres and more of those weird... Flower creatures with spindly legs moving up from beneath them. A million, million modrons moving across the surface of Mechanus. Like a hive. And Judah will say, Oh. 
And that will bring us to Talila, who will stare down at Tirza's fallen body. And suddenly she will close her eyes and begin to shake as red tears begin to stream down her face. And she will stare back up with bloody red eyes towards the Skane Witch and let out a scream. And George will turn and begin tearing into the Skane Witch that stood just in front of Camion and Tirza. No, heal me. <laughs> and the wizard can't do that. I know, I'm kidding. And that will bring us to Cherish. Okay. Mike, you said that the walls in here had kind of become that blue-gray. Mm-hmm. Was that on all of the walls, or...? The walls themselves have sort of just fallen away, revealing that clockwork infinity stretching out around you. The... Oh. Floor is that odd pockmarked checkerboard blue-gray in places, but otherwise unchanged the crystals of what become totally encapsulated in the, the porcelain sheen. Okay. I'm going to bonus action Misty Step back to the door. Okay. And looking out into that little tunnel, does it look like that effect has encapsulated the tunnel as well? Yes, absolutely. Though your vision stops at the the secret door that you had opened before. Right. That leads back into the undercroft of the Bard's Guild Hall. So what lays beyond that, you don't know. Behind you... Tirza and Camion are on the ground, Talila screaming, pointing for George to destroy. You still holding the deck of many things in your hands? What are you doing, Cherish? As Olivia shouts, muted at the camera. I know. Uh... I'm unconscious. <laughs> but I still can scream. <laughs> Stand staring at the situation. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of yell at the skein witches, just to the general area. Um, uh, my attempt is to taunt, I suppose. Um, I'm just not 100% sure what I say. Okay. Nana nana boo boo. Something to that effect. Right. Um. Don't you touch her, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I'm going to run away, so probably not that. Um. <laughs> uh. Like. Uh, you're not gonna destroy me. Unless you can fucking catch me. Okay. And then. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna 
run down the hall. I guess my goal here is to, I'm trying to escape the effect. No, no, no. I have, hey, dog. Don't look at me like that. Cherish runs down the hall after shouting at the sandwiches. Do you want to use your action trying to, to escape dash? The bleed effect, okay? Mm-hmm. I have four hit points. <laughs> I'm not coming anywhere near y'all. What are you doing with your action? Um I'm going to always use it to just move one more time. I will use my... Do I have to use my action to use all of the movement? Not necessarily, no. Okay, I would like to use half of a dash. I'd like to half dash. Okay. I mean, you still don't... There's nothing... I don't know what you gain by only using half the movement. It's not like you have half an action left. Okay, fine, the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and you would have your bonus action left if you want No, I bonus you. action Misty stepped. Fair enough, okay. So, dashing away down the hall, your full 60 feet would get you to the secret door that has since closed. There is no apparent way to open it that you can see. And that will bring us to Grawl. Well, as you see Cherish shouting at the Skeinwitches and then fleeing down the hallway. I have no way of healing anyone. Because the healing potions just ran away. Uh, but that's okay. You tell me when I was going to drop that bag. Uh, nah, dog. We just got just, just, I don't fucking know. What you doing, girl? I don't know. Yeah, um, because I'm not going to run away in that manner. Dog, I, I don't know what to do to help I, anyone, let alone cherish who has taunted them. So, I guess... In an effort to protect Cherish, I'm going to leave Cherish. Hmm. So, um... Yeah, I can't carry anyone while I'm... while misty-stepping, misty right? Or far-stepping. Correct? A far-step? I'm not 100% sure. I know you can do that with Thunder-step, and I know you can do it with Dimension door. I don't know about far step. Yeah, I don't believe I, so. It just says, "Okay, you teleport up to sixty feet then to no. non-occupied space. You space, okay, yeah." So, okay, well, uh, nuts. So I can't get anyone. God, and yep. Camion is about 35 feet away. Tirza about 40. On the ground, just in front yeah. of the dais. You stand at the lip of the portal that Judah and Sid have already dove through. Oopsies. 
Yeah, I'm not going to have enough movement to pick someone up and get through the portal. Which is probably then going to leave me to be attacked and probably go down. So that would be futile. <sighs> Y'all, I'm sorry. Cannonball. Grawl vanishes through the portal. That will bring us to the Skane Witches, who will stare after Cherish, seemingly ignoring Talila. They will shudder out of existence and reappear at the end of the hallway, seemingly giving chase. Albeit a little bit more slowly, because they just teleport 30 feet and that is their movement. The Skane Witch Prime, with no one left to see what she does, uh, besides Talila, will do something. I hope it's like a dance, a little jig, like a little victory jig. Sid. Yes. Back in that other realm, Mechanus. You are confronted by those pillars, the total lack of an on-off switch, and the infinite fractal patterns of Mechanus proper in the distance beyond, just behind a strange, tall, clockwork-like creature standing at the entrance to this platform, just beyond the realm wheel that the small duodrone has called a Marut, also known mm. as an inevitable. Oh. Lovely. Um, so tasty. Um, I go to the Marut stands implacably at the edge of this platform as it shifts and bleeds into itself beneath your feet. Its singular eye tracking your movement as you grow close. Uh, I say because I can, I can see th it through that crystal that things are, are breaking pretty bad for everybody who's still left. The last thing you uh, saw was Grawl diving towards you, essentially. Yeah. And now a strange fractal version of him is slowly drifting across from that central pillar into one of the connective cords towards the smaller pillar that you stand next to. Uh, I, I would like to say um, the skein which the skein witches are gonna they're gonna kill my friends. And a if voice from somewhere inside the Marut will say Yes. What can I do to make you stop it? It is inevitable. So was your friend in Faramsir, and we still killed him. What can I do to stop it? And it will just stare implacably at you. 
All right, I'm going to fucking attack this asshole. Okay. And Judah behind you will go, Sid, I don't know if that is a good idea. Nothing is a good idea at this point. It's a creature of, of law, of order. I object. Dun dun. Bum bum. All right. Well, uh, my attack is nineteen. Okay. I assume that don't that doesn't hit. Double check the Marut's AC, but I'm pretty sure it does not. No. Okay. Uh, I will... How far am I from the crystal? Which crystal? You said there's a uh, crystal in the middle that looks like it could be some sort of... um, Why am I blanking on the The name? The the central pillar appears to be made out of a a mirror-fine faceted rhinestone. Um... Like a gemstone polished to such a sheen that it has now gained uh, reflective quality. And it's like, uh, it's a pretty large column, you'd yes, say? absolutely. Roughly 20 feet tall, about 5 feet wide. Fuck, I don't know. Can I just, um, uh, can I just flash step through that pillar? I want to let, I want to just try and break the, break the stone pillar in the middle um if i mean i doubt i can but i'll do my best okay you use storm piercer's thunder step ability or storm stride i believe it's called it is called yes storm stride and you want to turn into a bolt of lightning and shoot through the central pillar if you kill me, uh, lightning. I mean, can I intuit that that's where I came? Would that shoot me back through, or would that? I mean, I don't really know how this fucking thing works. No. Um, you know what? Instead of straight at the pillar, I want to cut. I would just want to cut through as many uh, of these metal threads that I can. I can cut through. Okay. You could probably get four of them in one go. Okay. So you, you pick a radius. Uh, which which four? Um. There two. are yeah ten pillars in total. I'll just you know just definitely the one that grows on. Um, I don't know. Just whichever four are closest to me. I don't, I don't really know. Okay. Roll me the lightning damage. Okay. Oh, wait, no, it would, it would just be three. Uh, so that would be nine. I said, roll me the lightning damage. Okay. That would be 10 lightning damage. Okay. There is a sudden scream 
from Stormpiercer. As the lightning courses through these tethers, each one in turn, the scream is of pain. And you feel bits of connectivity, of uh, threads of connections being pulled, jerked, torn away with each successive tether that you plow through. There is a, a terrible smell that erupts from the air. The Marut opposite you will still continue to stare implacably, and as you reappear on the other side, the sizzling remnants of those four pillars' connective cords destroyed, the duodrone, the little modron just in front of you, will stare in mechanical terror and will say, Oh, no! You didn't tell me where the off switch was. This is your fucking fault. And that will bring us to Camion, who fails another death-saving throw. Followed by Tirza, who fails another death-saving throw. Don't worry, I'll save you. Judah will turn towards you, Sid, and just, like, we need to get back and you destroy the thing that we're trying to use? I am cutting off those skein witches from their fucking power source is what I'm going to fucking do. You're cutting off us from our friends. You can jump back through... Well, actually, at this point, he can't, can he? Um... I didn't ask you to jump after me, okay? I did it because I'm your friend, Sid. And I jumped through because I wanted to close this from the other side and save everybody. And instead you shout at a tiny creature and try to attack an enormous one, rather than performing the ritual that you know how to do? I don't know how to do it. Cherish does. So you left in without her. Judah, what do you want from me, okay? I I do, do one- something that makes sense. Well, it's fucking off now. I, like, I look at the, I look at the pillar. It's, it, the there's four nothing. outer pillars are lifeless, colorless. Their tethers disconnected from the central, but the central pillar still has light, still has power. There are six more tethers connected to six more smaller pillars. And a voice at your hip says, I would not like to do that again. I won't do it again. Something is wrong, Sid. Something is wrong. I'm sorry. And that will bring us to Talila. We will continue to attack, though no one is there to see. Cherish, you find yourself standing in front of what is the opposite side of a secret door. What do you do? Um, I can see the other skein witches coming. There is a terrible blue-gray glow coming from down the hall. 
Your dark vision doesn't quite extend that far, but you know they're coming. I have fucked this whole thing up. Just you? Nobody else involved with with what? I'm doing great. I'm in a pillar right now. You re-muted yourself, Olivia. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm also currently doing fantastic. One Mm -hmm. death save away. Afterlife? Actually, hang on. Everyone die. It's dope here. (laughs) We all go to heaven. They don't walk. There's water slides everywhere. That's how they get around. I very distinctly do not go to heaven. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's... No, I just mean, like, I have fucked... I have fucked up in the sense that came in and tears are going to die. Maybe we all need to die so we can go to actual hell and kick your dad's ass. What do you do, Cherish? I... I don't know. This sucks. The wall in front of you appears solid, though you know that to get through this wall there was some sort of piece of stone that you sunk your hand into. Glancing around, there is a a similar dimple in the wall in front of you. It just doesn't matter. Do you stand there? It it just doesn't matter, because even if I, like, get far enough away to kill this game, which is, like, two of my friends are gonna die. And there's nothing I can do about it. Because even if I get, even if I go back, I don't have enough actions to give them both health potions. Well, I don't have enough actions to give either of them health potions because I have to double dash. I have to dash to get there. Double dash was a good game. If you run, yes. Can I get close enough to to Misty Step close enough? You only moved 60 feet last turn on top of your Misty Step to the top of the the hallway. Mostly I was pointing out that there is a way to increase one's movement speed assuming one uh, accepts ignoring gravity. Oh, that's true. Do you have haste? No. Okay. Um, but I do have fly. I'm mental math on this one. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless we also ignore the rules of getting an a- getting an item being an action. <laughs> Give me a charisma saving throw. Uh, that is a 17. Unless it's against a dragon, which is 21. Nope. Okay, just checking. I have to check. But a voice in your head will say, There are no good options. But there are several terrible ones. Names that can be said. Favors that might be owed. Fuck. Um, yeah. I would like to... 
I don't know how to do this, but I I know someone who wants my soul pretty bad. Mm. Um. Yeah, Mott wouldn't mind. No, not him. Oh, wow. I, I don't know who it would be then. That's weird. Would I have to summon the imp first to do this? He did say, if you ever need a familiar again, you know what name to say. Right. Say the name. Do you remember that name? Parvos. You say that name. This dark, unlit corridor. Blue-gray light seeping up from behind you. The low, dread, whispering of cloth being dragged in an unseen wind across dull walls, their ceiling torn away to reveal a clockwork infinity. That name echoes out into this place. Parvos, 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 Parvos. Arvos, Arvos, Asmos, Asmos, Asmodeus. And there is a clicking sound from behind you. A cane being set on the floor with a deliberate click. A voice. Malevolent but friendly in its own way, will say, What is it you want? Do you know how to deal with a skein witch? Or three? Hold out your hand. Behind you. Do not look. That's a good girl. Gross. The beginning of trust is the foundation of any good relationship. And you feel something being slid into your hand. Cylindrical. Cold. Made of some sort of metal, but it has the texture of wood to it. It is heavy. Impossibly heavy, but at the same time, so light. And as you bring your hand back forward, you find a black rod tipped with a ruby. And the voice will say, A bit of authority goes a long way with these creatures. You're in charge for now. And then there is nothing. Silence. Okay. As you hold the ruby rod of Asmodeus in your hand. Alright. What do you do? Uh, I'm assuming I don't know, like, how to use this. I don't even know why I'm looking up, trying to look up anything. Um, you hold it in your hand, staring at it. It looks simple. Almost unassuming. The black wooden length, maybe only about three feet long. The top crowned with a perfectly cut ruby i i need to get to tears and camion um 
Do you walk towards them? Yes. Striding forward, you're quickly confronted by the two skein witches. And as you hold the rod in front of you, they will drift to the side, into the alcoves to either side of the corridor. And they let you pass. Okay. As you enter the chamber, you see Talila screaming, crying, kneeling over Tirza's fallen body, shouting over and over again, kill, 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 as George tears almost fruitlessly at the skein witch. She is slowly but surely dismantling the bone golem, peeling pieces of it away, slowly revealing a blackened stone skull at his core that she is now reaching towards. Um, I point the... It's not a stave, really, but, um... Rod is the I really term. hesitate using that word, though. I don't like it. It's cane? a cane. Thank you. And say it's also a cane sword too. He's that kind of nerd. Um, it really isn't. Stop. And the skein which stops. And I kind of gesture at the at Tirza and Cami and. You hurt them. Can you fix them? It will be undone. And there's this moment. And then the moment reverses itself. You see bits of George slowly resembling as George slowly backs away to Lila, sobbing in reverse, tears leaking up into her eyes. Threads piercing through Tirza and Camion, seeming to push them up into a standing position before exiting their bodies, leaving them breathing, gasping. Both return to the number of hit points they had just before that attack destroyed them. And the skein witch stares between those two reassembled adventurers, seemingly perfectly content with what it has just done. Grawl. Yeah, what's up? I'm in a pillar. Not anymore. They got a lovely they have a, they had a lovely tea service there though. You appear you know. on the other side, Sid and Judah standing nearby. Shouting at each other. Shouting at each other. Whoa. Okay. Anything else going on here besides that? What are you taking the you're... breath of Mechanis around you? Whoa. What happened to protecting Cherish? Isn't that your... Yeah, Cherish ran away. Cherish, like, ran away. Oh, I was just about to... Well, fuck. That fucks everything up. Grab grab the little cube and throw it back through. Grab the cube. What? Which cube? There are no cubes. The the little duodron is a little platter-shaped thing. It's like a little disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab the disc. Uh, grab the grab the disc. Oh, yeah. oh my! Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? You are a fractal of maddening possibilities. Thank you. You are shiny. Indeed. Yes. Uh, right. Would you like to go on an adventure with us? No. 
That's fine. It, doesn't matter. It, Come with it me. doesn't have a choice. Oh my! It says as it's picked up. I've made a friend. <laughs> In our this our darkest <laughs> hour, I have found friendship. Wait, did, have we determined that whatever we bring back is consumed in the ritual? Because I love him, yeah. and he's my I friend. I don't care. <laughs> we, I'm going to just chip off some paint off the top, and uh -huh. that's going to work just fine. So, Grawl, you grab the little Modron? Yeah. And then what? So, now what? Jump back through. Jump in. There's no portal here, Sid. Yeah, the, the, the central into? pillar. Jump into the jump central into pillar. pillar. Okay, yes. here we go. Actually, hang on. Why don't you go first? Let's see how this works. It's not my turn yet. I was literally about to do what you're, what I'm telling you to do, but it's Based not. Based on Cherish's objective uh, ranking of how turns work, Crawl and Sid kind of work coterminously. So yeah, that's true. In a moment of hesitation that Grawl has, Sid, you could definitely do what you're proposing. Then that, then I will do it. If Grawl hesitates, Sid will not hesitate. Okay. I'm, Sid, I'm you worried that you're going to jump into it and like like Tom from Tom and Jerry are going to flatten yourself. And you grab the Modron. Sid. It is entirely possible. And it It'll, will go, it... Whoa! and you leap through the central pillar. Yep. And uh, as Sid and this little Modron that he's carrying leap at the central pillar, when they're about a meter away from it, they seem to hit a plane of energy. And they stop in midair. But then you see the colors of them begin to smear across this plane like some kind of bug hitting a windshield. And at first you think, oh god, Sid's being brutally smeared across this pillar. But then you see the last of him beginning to drag to the side as though the color shift is happening to the right. And he dopplers away around the pillar, slowly but surely disappearing into the fractal mass of it. And the last words you hear out of the Modron before it's sucked in is, I was not designed for this! So, Judo, was that a good thing or a bad thing? I have no idea, but I guess I'm that about to do horrifying. it, too. Ugh. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Judah will leap back through the pillar. Leaving you alone, Grawl. Why is it always me by myself? There's a Marut there. I ate one of their clothing pieces. The Marut, think they staring me. at you will suddenly begin to fixate on you, its eyeballs swirling and swiveling, and then it will let out a low groan as it takes a step forward, seemingly having not moved from this position in who knows how long. There is definitely an imprint of its foot on the ground as it moves towards you. One Hi. step, two steps. Is it my turn? Like. Oh yeah, you mm -hmm. haven't done anything. Okay, perfect. I don't know. Judah jumped. So yeah. Um Yeah. Gonna gonna leave. You Bye. are needed in connection to the death of the Kolya root. The who? And then I jump. <laughs>
perfect legal defense. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Couldn't have been me. Time for a a cookie. <laughs> for a cookie. As you leap through, the three of you eventually coming back through the portal, you are struck by a scene that you were not expecting. And that is Cherish, standing in the middle of the room, back the way you originally came from, holding a ruby scepter in one hand, as the skein which stands just in front of you as you exit the portal, seemingly subservient to Cherish, as Tirza and Camion are dragged backwards through time, back to life. Okay, this is not oh. how I left it. Huh, that's, uh... I brought... I brought... Can we do the ritual? Hello! One second. What's happening? Um, and I... Is it... Wait, can I... Whose turn is it? We're kind of out of initiative at this point. Out of okay. combat, yeah. yeah. Um, I say to the skein witch, you, and I kind of look back over my shoulder at the ones in the alcove. I'm like, and you two, get yeah. back in there. So get back in that portal. Put that thing back where it came from, or so or help so me. So help me! <laughs> the two other skein witches will teleport to either side of Skane Witch Prime and you see them walk into the central Skane Witch as though reflections coming back into themselves they fade and where once was three now there is but one but maybe there was only ever just one and the Skane Witch will turn and move without complaint or comment into the portal floating over Sid, Grawl, and Judah and she will vanish I just had to ask and uh, we all get three I levels some <sighs> assistance well uh, let's, let's close the portal yeah and Camion close it <laughs> like bippity bappity boo. <laughs> Let me try something. You wanna try to use the rod? Even if it's faster. I can hold on to it for you. Listen, I'm already fucked, so like in for a penny, in for a pound. Please let girl eat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the hey, best case scenario hey, bud. of this. Hey bud, I'll solve all your problems for you. Licky split, no problem. <laughs> What is your intelligence saving throw? Uh, twelve. Crimson veins of power shoot up Cherish's arm, highlighted against the purple. Yeah. I'm sorry, what color did you say? Crimson. Yeah. Bright red. What else? No, it could be like green or like... No. Like tartan or something. Nope. What hand are you holding the rod in? Oh boy. My left hand, because Cherish is left-handed. And that is the same hand that Maz is on? Yeah. 
the gemstones on the forge-bound item shatter. Super. And a new voice in your mind says, Simple enough. And without a word, without a whisper, with seemingly no more effort than a wave of this rod, the realm scar closes. Suddenly, abruptly, the walls around you reassert themselves. The ceiling comes back into focus. The ruins of five strange, what you now, some of you, know to be Modrons, circle the room. The cracked remains of a fiendish face left in ruins on a dais that does not open into a spiraling infinity. It rests simply, evenly, surrounded by strange, unknown writings. A clockwork dragon, defeated and leaking on the ground. Do I still have the Modron? And the Modron will say, Oh no! Friendship. And I think it is there that we're going to take our break. <laughs> and when we return, there's probably going to be some fallout from these decisions. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Possibly. <laughs> All too easy. And welcome back to Material Components. When we last left our heroes, well, oh boy. Oh I mean, boy. you're going to have to trust me. Just go back and listen to the first half of the episode, because it's a doozy. <laughs> yeah, I we... feel like heroes is kind of pushing it sometimes. <laughs> All of our heroes <laughs> and Cherish. Yeah. <laughs> cherish. I have made a heroic sacrifice uh -huh. to mm -hmm. save my friends and close mm -hmm. the portal. But I don't. I don't think cost? that... I don't think that anyone really made any good decisions. Can we can we just agree upon the fact that nobody made good decisions? I think I made okay decisions. I wouldn't classify them as good, but I made some okay decisions. It's true. But leastways, in the aftermath of your confrontation with the Skane Witches and the forces of Mechanus and some other places... I do not like us there. You now stand beneath the Bard's Guild in the ruins of what was once a Realm Scar. Two of your companions having been brought miraculously back from the very brink of death thanks to the quick action of one Cherish Iron Strike. The opposite of miraculously. Yeah, I was going to say, can we call that a miracle? <laughs> Fine then. Blasphemously brought back yeah. from the brink of death. I also don't want to say quick happened either because there was a serious It of happened in six away. seconds. In game, it fine. happened in six yeah. seconds. Yes, the, indeed. As... The Zarashir don't like necromancy. How do you think they feel about using a devil staff? It wasn't necromancy. It was technically time travel, so don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're chronomancers. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. 
you all now find yourselves in this darkened, empty room. Well, not empty, because you are all in it. As well as a, a new friend! <laughs> a, a struggling, disc-like creature with flappy little wings and spindly limbs, struggling in your grip, Sid, going, no, 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 no. I was gonna kill it. <laughs> oh. Well, well, this is uh, this is awkward. I was gonna use uh, our, our friend here um, to close the portal, but that seems to already have happened, so uh, welcome to the valley! Where? Where? Where is this? Where is this? Where am I? Who are you? Uh, I already You're said, on? my name is Sid Emberlight. I'm a half-elf hero of Stormhaven, which is the city you are now currently a resident of. Welcome. Stormhaven City does not compute! You're on the material plane. Material I plane? Think maybe. In the valley? Material plane, coterminous, tangled knots, webs. Ugh. Its eyes kind of rolling around in its socket, its wings flapping, and it's starting to go limp in your grip, Sid. That's cute. Can robots go into shock? Oh no. <laughs> they can overheat. It seems to actually be getting colder in your grip. I don't know if it's dying. How how can you tell if it's dying? Oh. There, there, there. There, there, here, now. Oh. Well. Cared about any NPC more. (laughs) I'm telling Talila that. Good. She's the reason I almost fucking died. Uh, I don't know that. Um, Tears as you find yourself standing there, Talila is clutching at you. Uh, Tears is gonna like kind of absently like pat her head. Um, is it done? Are they? What ha- what happened to them? Judah will ask, yes, what what happened? As glances slowly swivel towards Cherish. Cherish, who um, didn't say any of the stuff that I said, actually, um, because her Forgebound item maybe just exploded. Um, so she's kind of blankly staring at the just empty I, i'm i'm there's, there's i'm guessing like it's just there's nothing from it anymore the loose tattered chains of your forge bound item hang limply around your wrist and fingers the rod clutched in your hand pulsing with burning infernal power and a voice will say oh my this is new Cherish? Uh, and Cherish kind of like isn't crying, but kind of like wipes at her eyes like little bitty tears. Like they're gone and the portal's closed. So what's our next step? Camion with a shudder will turn towards you and look at the rod and stare at you. 
taking a, a half step away. What happened? Why didn't the deck work? I... I'm not 100% sure. I I think... I, I tried to get farther away from the portal because, you know, the other ones have had bleed-through effects. I thought maybe it was something like that, but you and Tirza were dying, so I changed course. What does that mean? Do we really need to waste time getting into it? I mean, I... Yes! What? Judah will say, we are still in the basement of the Bard's College. The, yeah. the guild. They, this won't have gone unnoticed, I think. We also don't know if we just foiled their plans, or completed their plans, or did something else entirely. Yeah, maybe we should get out of here. We can talk about it later. Not that I want to Im- leave immediately or want to stay here, but I we did kill a giant mechanical dragon and a floating gem head. Is there anything of note to be found over there? You want to s- sift. <laughs> you want to sift Just... through the wreckage of the the floating head and the mech dragon. Yeah, yeah, I do. Maybe we can find a way to stop. Maybe we can find a way to stop Atticus Cotter. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, probably answers right over here. Of course, yeah. The wreckage of the head, which, like I said, is now just broken and shattered on the floor. There is no mm-hmm. gaping maw into a clockwork infinity anymore. Mm-hmm. Is a ruin of ruby crystalline structures. Close examination, though, as, as you begin to wade through the wreckage, this isn't ruby. It's not like the ruby you've ever seen before. It, it came apart too easily. Almost like rhinestone. But it's a color you've never seen it in before. Normally it's just a, a milky, whitish, opaque of quartz. But it comes apart in little spindly fragments. Huh. But this is red rhinestone. I would like to see if I can collect some of that. You could collect as much as you want. Gimme, 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 gimme. How much do you take i don't know like a handful like a or like a good sized chunk like a hand chunk that i could put in my pocket yeah absolutely take a an apple sized glob of ruby rhinestone cool and then i rotate i pivot hello dragon how are you (laughs) the dragon is Leaking Watch. substances, it's made of all sorts of fantastical metals, and you've seen the rhinestone crystal fissures running up and down this thing's body. The the wreck of this dragon is priceless. Bad Amatep would love this thing. 
Um, the rhinestone going through it is it appears to be like normal rhinestone, right? Or does that one appear different as well? Getting close, you can see that it's has a bluish tint to it. Interesting. Sapphire rhinestone. Again, something you've never seen before. Okay. Uh, the little macy hands for it, mm-hmm. or like the head that I severed from it, do they have anything to offer? Or would they be just like the same as anything else that's a construct? As you get close and get near the the appendage, you can see that the head of the mace still twitches and morphs ever so slightly. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. If I'm gonna stab that. You wanna try to drink of this thing's essence? Sure. This can only go well. What is everyone else doing while Grawl is doing this? Just I was standing, waiting to leave. It's like, alright, well, I guess we're, you know, watching this happen. Uh, is anybody else look, like, really fucked up? I mean, I think everybody at this who's point. Not, who's not Cherish? Yeah. I assume Depends so. on what's in yeah. this dragon. I might, might, I might need your help in a minute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, some good shit. I am. Um, I mean, yeah, we're all pretty fucked Camion's up. Camion's less than half. Yeah. Talila's actually not terrible. Judah's I was gonna say, I think less than a third. Less. Oof, I'm I'm less than half. Everyone is um, looking uh, very very rough. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, since we don't need to dump spell slots into closing this thing, I am going to use some of those to. Heal folks. Um, I wrote down these averages and now I don't need to use them. <laughs> the influence uh, but I will, of Mechanus has passed. Yeah, I will um, roll and tell everybody what they what they got in just a moment. Okay. Um, Are you I'll healing do cherish? everybody but Cherish. Okay. Um, I'm going to stuff the uh, Scepter. Well, it's not. I can't really stuff it into a bag, except for the bag of holding. Um, There's so much space in here. I think every time that happens, Cherish like, like, kind of falters a little bit and like grabs at her head, like she has a headache. So this Um, is where she's been the whole time. Fascinating. Um, you said it's three feet long? It's slowly changing shape to conform to however long you need it to be. Um, yeah, I, I want to stuff it into my regular bag. Um, I'm assuming that does not break any connection, though. Oh, no. No, yeah, of course not. Um, and I'm going to grab one of the healing potions out of the bag of holding. Okay. Bag of holding. Bag of holding. Grawl from nearby, Camion will say, Do we really have time for this? Not really. 
Star Wars is going to charge into no where 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 are we going? Where are we're we going? Get, we're gonna get the fuck out of here and rest. Okay. Cool. Gonna make sure this doesn't help them out anymore. Then do it and be done. That's what I'm doing. Judah is 13. Sid is 16. Delilah is 9. Or, I'm so sorry, Camion is 16. Delilah is 9. And Sid is also 13. 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. That would be... Helps. Helps a little bit. Everyone's still looking pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still asking. I'm just, yeah. like... Not. Doing what you can. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't roll for girl, but I'll roll for you too. You don't have to. It's okay. Right. I don't plan on dying today. Oh yeah, not... I forgot. He's also doing stuff, so I wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't be part of that. Yeah. You all feel a sudden tremor run beneath your feet as Grawl, You approach the the morphing appendages of the mechanical dragon. You attack this thing's arms. Uh, so like, there's no specific like hunger pangs as like looking over at that specifically shout as like, oh, this thing is the point of power or anything, right? No, there was a moment of that okay. when you saw the inevitable back in mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume that, but I'm not about to be that stupid. But no, there's no nothing in particular that draws you to the corpse of the clockwork dragon. Okay, well, I'll take its wappy bits, the little arm things that you said were kind of morphing. You want to tear them off and take them with you, or destroy them with your greatsword? Greatsword. Okay. Uh, they are destroyed. There is no rush of power, there is no assumption mm -hmm. of quality. Okay. Does this thing have like a power source on the inside of it? Do you want to try to crack it open? Sure. Okay. Uh, Camion will shout at you, we don't have time to dissect this thing! Alright. Fine. Go open the door that we're going to use to get out of here. And Camion will be in walking down the hall. Talila is clutching follow. at your belt and following you, Tirza. Yeah. Did she get her skull back? Uh, George is slowly following behind, having been partially reassembled. Right. Uh, I think as they're walking, Tirza is like, Are you okay? I they, just died, but are you okay? No, they, they said I the, the voices was it was her the whole time I, I they, they they told me how to magic, but it was but it was her No, I it can be difficult to 
reshape your beliefs and your knowledge, but I'm sorry, that must have been hard. Thank you. Just her whispers. And she's, yeah, very distraught over that fact. She's clutching tight to you and following along. Okay. Can I uh, check in with Stormpiercer? Hey, how, how you feeling, buddy? I'm not good. I'm really sorry. I didn't. I wasn't really thinking. I wouldn't normally mind. But that one was a whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel stretched. Pulled so far in so many directions. Well, we'll get a we'll get some we'll get some rest. We'll feel better. Okay. Yes. Sleep that. Mm. There's something to that, I think. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Grawl people are beginning to tromp away. Judah's yeah. remaining behind. Do you continue to go at this thing's core, or are you going to follow? Yeah, I mean, if everyone is, like, the last person to leave, then I'll leave, but I'm not going to go until we've all left. Like, if there's something in this thing that could potentially be of some use, then I'm not going to leave until I I've got it, or I am the absolute, there's no more time we have to leave. Judah is standing nearby, watching you solemnly. Am I finding anything, or is it just like, it, it's all machine bits? I don't know what I'm looking at. Give me an investigation roll. Mm, okay. Uh, 18 minus 1, 17. You begin prying at this thing's chest. There's a gout of viscous oil that spews out from the funnel in its chest where it sprayed you all before. You work past that, joining bits, little springs and clockwork flying out as you peel back a layer of metal, and suddenly there's a glow from inside. And even as Judah watches, you pry in to where you see veins of bluish rhinestone coursing towards some kind of core. I want that. What do you do with it? 
Uh, how big is it? It's probably the size of like... a basketball. Okay. Well, it's coming with me. Rip it out of the center of this mechanical yeah. dragon. Yeah, hopefully it don't explode. There is a jerk suddenly as the whole body ripples with movement, but then as you tear away, it just falls totally limp to the ground again. Judah will stare at the softly glowing gemstone in your hand, this enormous, faceted piece of rhinestone. Little bits of it have broken parts coming out where the whatever channels of rhinestone were laid into this thing fed into this core, so you have little broken bits of crystal. It appears as though all of those lines and channels grew out of this core. There's no connection parts. It's as though the crystal grew into that shape, and you broke it off. Weird. Hmm. And, and no one investigated any of the flower-like things around those crystals? Nope. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Time to go. And there is uh, a crackling warmth from inside this gemstone. It makes the hair on your arms stand on end as you hold it. The vague sensation of static running across your fingers. Oh, get me my lightning powers. Ah. Judah yeah. gives you a serious look as you begin to follow the others. Yep. And he will follow after. Eventually you come to the solid surfaced wall leading out of this place. Um, I'm going to do the same. Oh, oh. I was going to oh. say, Tirza will just walk up to it and do this, attempt to do the same thing she did before with the unlocking the hand thing. And your hand doesn't enter the wall this time, but as you place the symbol of your hand on it, the claw-shaped sigil, the wall will ripple and shift and move out of your way. Revealing... And and two, so we'll just walk straight through. Okay. You see before you a shattered staircase. Something happened here to destroy the spiral staircase, at least in an upward fashion. You think the downward stairs might still work, though they look definitely unsafe at this point. There are cracks in the stone around you but it's immediately clear that they're not break lines in the stone because they're too even, too symmetrical it's like something was breaking the stone apart into perfectly even chunks and then it all settled back onto itself Hmm. In your grip, Sid, hmm. the strange creature will flutter and 
glance about and go, Oh, symmetrical dimorphisms. Interesting. What? What does that mean? Mechanis attempted to create itself anew. Is that what this is all about? Perhaps. The poorest nature of this place allowed for such contingencies. Hmm. Malleable. Very malleable. Uh, don't know what to do with that, so I'm just to the group at large. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so which way do we go next? I mean, well, are we trying we to can't escape? Very well, go up. And I'm not really sure what's down. Camion will say, "Do we go back to the restaurant?" <laughs> if we can. I mean, we don't know that we actually stopped anything here. That's true. Do I hear faint music coming from above? No. Yeah. <laughs> on a slam and welcome to Playing through it like Nero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that did happen the last Bard's Guild party we went to. It's true. But they weren't even really playing. Exactly. Okay. Also, evidence yeah. shows that that's, that story is actually apocryphal, but... Cherish, if you could please give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know about you guys. Botch, I don't think botch, it's botch, 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 uh, you, botch. You do have a plus two to that saving throw. Thank you. It's begrudging, <laughs> but it's <Fair>. there. <laughs> Oh, no! Jesus! Did I do it? I have the power. <laughs> is that a oh, botch? Son of a bitch. Son Yay. of a bitch. Yay. Wouldn't it just be narratively <laughs> interesting if you botched? So narratively right interesting if I botched? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> do you want Ooh. to hear me say the words, Mike, or are you satisfied? Or should we take a picture and post it on Instagram? <laughs> Yeah, send yeah. me that photo. I will take a picture of it. <laughs> Hells yeah. I'm going to Literally. assume that natural one that you just rolled is what I think this, it is. Let me get this milk coupon out of the way. <laughs> no, 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 save that. You did get a plus two thanks to tears. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, even though it's a botch, yeah, it's, uh, what is that, a three? Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. That saves, actually. Hmm. Okay, so really low AC or DC. Okay, Uh, what are you doing? Where are you going? But it's a botch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Where are you going? He knows exactly where we're at. Um, I mean, we could try one of the other tunnels. Or try to get up somehow. Or we are all beat. That's so good. And could attempt to like 
rest somewhere so that we can actually do things. Yeah, let's go. Let's go take I mean, a long rest in Atticus else. Carter's house. That'd be so good. Chuda will say it is the it's, last place he would expect. It, yep. And it's, the closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. <laughs> <laughs> So back the way we came, or do we want to pick a random direction? Eventually, you do reach that intersection yet again. A voice in your head, Cherish, will say, "Somebody is watching you." I mean, we we could attempt to rest here. Or, I mean, this seems pretty easily accessible. I for... know. Uh, not then out we loud. Have to go through the whole gambit of getting through again. Yeah. Not out loud, but Cherish will respond. Who? How? I don't know, but I can feel them. They're very interested in where you are. Stupid. And out loud. Sure. No. They scried on you. I know how scrying works, so... They can see basically what I'm seeing. Kind of. The scrying you used before was through a A crystal crystal ball, ball. which has its own limitations. Right. And that botch may have tipped things. Yeah. Camion will say we should just our movement is limited down here. We should just go up through the restaurant, rush out, get somewhere into the city. Greed. Trying on me. Judah will say, what? Someone is using scrying on me. Oh. Well. Then One guess who it is. Right. Then let's not do those things. Let's go beat the shit out of the Bard's Guild right now. And Talila will quickly detach herself from Tirza and rush over to Cherish and start saying don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, and her eyes closed, she'll slap a hand on you. And suddenly the voice in your head goes, oh, well I suppose that works. It's gone? 
and Talila will say, No one should see us. No one should see us. Agreed. All right, Agreed. let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Thank you. Let's do that. And I'll kind Whoa. of, you know, grab her, her hand and start going. And when you grab her hand, she'll recoil away from the touch and shuffle back towards Tirza. Will uh, my crystal football fit in the bag of holding? Yeah, put it in there. Cool. Uh, I don't know. Do we go for any subtlety coming out of this bathroom? Uh, Talila definitely know. has pretty tapped where spells are concerned. Yeah, yeah me. I, mean, I can do four people. I can probably so fight. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Leave. Gonna leave. Yeah. Judah shrugs and follows. Camion, <laughs> who doesn't have another boar in them today. Uh, <laughs> I just love the idea of Camion and Tirza pissed, just like stiff arming the door open, like mm-hmm. fuck it. <laughs> A fucking clown car out of this bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, I can turn into a boar and then fuck the boar and come <laughs> out. <run> around. <laughs> Are we gonna like Scooby Doo this where a boar comes out? And we all come just like chasing out after the boar. They went that way. Go get it. Yeah. Ah. What the fuck? everyone in this bar. Like they have to know that people come out of that bathroom a lot and like swaths from the bards. Right? They have to know. I mean, no, I we should people... just go and do it now because if if the scrying was had any information gleaned from it, they would. Like, you know, have people. They know there. exactly where we are. And yeah, so we should just book yeah. it. Yep. Agreed. Love it. Okay. Quicker the better. Booking it <laughs> out of reindeer. this place. There are some shouts behind you, but not stopping. No one is actively, like, physically trying to stop you as this rush of people what? and bone golem burst out of this bathroom and rush towards the exit of the tune-up. My god. <laughs> As you are rushing outside, I need everybody to give me a perception check. Sure, sure. Come on, Sid. Because I <laughs> rolled poorly. Uh, yeah. This Me too. Dice jail. Uh, twenty-one. I ten. Rolled, I rolled eleven. So mm-hmm. I, I also rolled I a am, ten. I am extremely uh, occupied with other things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems strange. Sid. Yes. Just across the street. Coming down from the north side of the road, you see a group Mm. led by a woman with a lute slung over her back. Hmm. Hibatia Dirge. And the small collection of bards, guild members following her 
or at least they're dressed like Bard's Guild members. Let's see what they got underneath those sleeves. I'm going to guess. Uh, point. I point them out. All right. Other direction, shall we? And follow me. Everyone following Sid. Are we yep. able to escape them because Sid knows the streets so well? Wait, he doesn't know this area very well, does he? Is that right? He knows areas of the city well enough to know the the methods with which to escape authority figures. This is a skill that Sid has in his bones. Mm -hmm. So, if you are all to escape this branch of the Bard's Guild, I think I'm going to need a skill challenge from everybody. Yeah. As Hypatia Dirge, eyes going wide, sees this group bursting out of the tune-up, will point and shout as Sid says, Other way. <laughs> God, and none <laughs> of us are disguised. Whatever. We all look like we've been beat to shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. It clearly can't be the Threadless. Yes. We, we're not that? disguised. We're, we look exactly like them, and we got the shit beat out of us. That's yeah. not them. That would never happen to them. So we just, just the actors. Yeah. Just I need rest each of you to choose a skill with which you are proficient that you think would help escape the clutches of the Bard's Guild in this your moment of uh, somewhat weakness. At the very least, you've been caught on the back foot. Yes. And if you're determined to not uh, have this break into a street fight, yeah, this is going to be a skill challenge, I think, to escape the Bard's Guild agents. Okay. So, I feel like skill challenges are the only time I ever use intimidation. Who would like to go first? Uh, I, I guess since I'm leading everybody, I'll I'll start out. Okay. Um, so what skill are you using, and how are you using it to aid in your escape? So basically, the idea is, I mean, I'm base I'm basically just doing. I mean, I am navigating uh, avenues and um, and back alleys, um, and not necessarily an erratic or random selection, but in a uh, sort of try to, trying to be as hard to follow as possible. Um, wouldn't really be a stealth, um, although we are trying to disappear into the city. True. Um, so I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out what skill that would be. Entirely up to you, my friend. I mean, I would like it to be stealth because I, I get a good good old bonus to that. Sure. Um, so you want to try to use your stealth skill to help you and your allies disappear into the city streets that you know so well. Yes. Okay, that sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Okay, great. The DC for this skill challenge is 20. Oh. Oh, fuck. That's uh, 24. That is one success. As Sid, Uh, knowing these streets so very, very well, leads you through twisting alleys and back corridors. I'm going to um, use athletics 
uh, I think we get into like a little narrow alleyway at one point, and there's like a, a stack of crates at one point at you know at a juncture, and Tirza just like knocks them the fuck over and partially blocks the path. Not my uh, cabbages. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna use athletics. Absolutely. It's either a nineteen or a twenty. So. Sorry. How, how just... are you? Are you not uh, aware of what the th- uh, it says on the dice that you just rolled? No, I was just I couldn't remember if my bonus was plus six or plus five. It's plus oh. six. It's a twenty. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> so that is a second success as Tirza bringing up the Rearza uh, sees that the members of the Bard's Guild are closing in, you tip over this massive pile of crates spilling out into the street is a massive amount of rats. Crates that were just in an alley go spilling out and apparently an enormous rat nest having been disturbed. My crates were shipping rats! Hey, those are, we look, those are labor rats, okay? We look up They're at the very sign expensive. in the rat alley circus. and it's just like rat emporium, yeah. Dave's rats and stuff. <laughs> I got rats! Comes down stuff to crazy Dave's rat emporium. We got rats! We got rats. We got rats and rats adjacent items. It's called rats have to What can I do to get you into a rat today? We got rats, hey. but in a good way. <laughs> rats all, folks. <laughs> Out. Go on. That but was that was exposed rat swarms. Go after the Bards Guild members and gives you a bit of a moment of reprieve to get out of this alley and break a line of sight. Who's up next? Um I can I use spells in conjunction with the skill? Absolutely. Okay. Why not? Okay. One of the things I was thinking about doesn't have a skill associated. It would just be me casting a spell. I don't know if that counts. But, um... Because <laughs> I got this cool new wand that does a lot of cool stuff. It does. Arcana. You know, um, I will say, uh, no, it, if you use something associated with the Ruby Rod of Asmodeus, that is an automatic success. <laughs> God, at what cost? Um, uh, no, I think that um, I'm going to use deception, and uh, I'm going to, while they are distracted with the rat swarm, I'm going to like rapid fire press to digitate the ground to clean off our footprints behind okay. us. Absolutely, yeah, that sounds great. So I'm going to roll deception. That's perfect. Yes. Oh, and that is... 21. 21. It's beautiful. There seems to be something about the rod that is enhancing your ability to deceive, to cover up, to manipulate information. Because I'm assuming you applied that brand spanking new bonus that the rod gives your deception checks, yes? Oh, wait, does it? Oh, yes. Of course. Wait, did I miss that? 
It's right there near the top under beneficial abilities. <gasps> oh, it does. I can add my intelligence modifier to any deception check. No, I didn't add it. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be a 23 uh, then. Ah, yes. Excellent. <laughs> Shit. As you scour At away footprints. I guess I could have cast Wall of Force. Fucking can you can you imagine? It's like, oh, what did what did you use the 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 ruby rod of Asmodeus? I got rid of footprints. <laughs> I got rid of our presentation. Presentation. It's a hell of a yeah. cantrip. Surprisingly <laughs> versatile. Surprisingly <Yeah>. versatile. <laughs> Take that, Asmodeus. Shows you to not to give power to. Yeah, oh my god, uh, can you only use it for cantrips, please? <laughs> yes, please. It does have some fun cantrips associated with it. Oh yeah. no. I'm still reading up on it. So, as you annihilate the footprints in your wake, destroying evidence of your passing, you've lost line of sight on the cultists, and you're beginning to, to pull away. Grawl, bring us home. Okay. Um, what is the form? Are, are there, there are forms of like transportation down like in this part of town? Like are people you... still actively being transported around? Yeah, absolutely. There are okay. uh, carriages that are pulled by both humanoids and axe beaks. You know that one of the more common mounts within uh, Stormhaven, especially in the tighter quarters of Old Haven, is axe beaks, those ornery okay. giant birds. Horses are less common, but they are around as well. Uh, is there any sort of uh, one that would be able to carry all of us? Like a big hay wagon that's empty? or, or Sure, yeah, absolutely. Like... As you're passing Perfect. by uh, an enormous wagon that is uh, transporting spoil out of the ruins of Godsboro, north through the terrace gate, and presumably to be used elsewhere or dumped outside of the city. It had to be trash, didn't it? Okay, I would like to use intimidation to uh, uh, convince, and by convince, I mean uh, bully someone into carrying out of here at uh, a, a rapid pace. Please do. Yes, okay. Uh, 17 plus 8. 25. Dang, everybody passing the skill challenge today. Yeah. It's the first time for everything. (laughs) This garbage cart, as Mm. you deem it to be, is pulling up alongside as you spill out of an alley, and you just leap up into the driver's section and growl your white skin, uh, highlighting the bright red eyes and the enormous great sword of black metal at your back. The driver, not even waiting for a moment to protest, will fall backwards out of the driver's seat of the cart out onto the street. Now, how many stars appear above Grawl's head? (laughs) (laughs) There are... Four stars currently, and they're all red. Good old Yay. blood specters. <laughs> Yay! But everybody else piles in onto the piles of garbage. Get in the trash, get in the trash, get in the trash. It's not like 
stinky refuse. This is like building ruins. It's wood and stone and oh, okay. Oh, when you said spoils, I was thinking just like oh, yeah, it's, it's not spoiled like, food or anything. Yeah, okay. It, and even if it was, I could rest to digitate us later. It, it is oh, yeah. construction detritus. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Great. Let's go. And you are now driving a cart pulled by a thoroughly large draft animal. It is a, an enormous Clydesdale of a horse that is pulling you northward on the road towards Terrace Gate. And Excellent. as you glance behind and see that your companions have piled into the garbage truck, you see no sign of the following Bard's Guild members. And we got everyone in the cart. There's no no one left behind. We don't have a Home Alone situation. You see no sign of George. That's good. George! (laughs) (laughs) And Talila is... Sticking close to Tirza, but she's holding this little obsidian skull really close to her chest. Okay. Yep. But Judah and Camion are also there. Absolutely, too. yes. Awesome. Cool, we got everyone. You all rolled very, very well. Yeah, after, uh, depending on how many failures you got, that was ha- going to be how many NPCs got split up. But you all succeeded, so nobody was lost. Hooray! Oh my god, can you guys imagine? No, I don't want to. Today has been enough. You're in control of this wagon now. Where do you go? Currently, you're headed out to the northern uh, borough of Stormhaven, uh, Green Terrace, but that does not have to be your ultimate destination. True. That just happens to be where this cart was, the direction this cart was headed in. Mm-hmm. Well, at the very least, we should get out of Hall Hill. Oh, you're not in Hall Hill anymore. You left oh, Hall we're... Hill when you barreled out of that restaurant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're in Old Haven now. Um, Yeah, there's dinosaurs in Green Terrace, maybe. Um, But hey, there are very why not? few dinosaurs in Green Terrace. Great. Yeah, let's go to Green Terrace. It's like Jurassic Park up in there. It really is. <laughs> it's just lousy with dinosaurs. It's like Central Park most of the time. <laughs> there no. is a movie, Mike. There is a movie. So it's it's what, less World? Jurassic Park and more We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I was not... Elliot, Elliot knows what's up. Well, look, if you want Dr. Screw-Eyes to be in this campaign, I can't oblige. Um... Nope. Nope. We've already had one, would, one of us be a monkey, okay? <laughs> but, like, Dr. Screw-Eyes, would, what would he be? Would he be a fae or a devil? I mean, he's a warlock, for sure. I know, okay. but where does he get his powers from? That's a good question, we'll and one where him. I'm glad to explore if y'all want to. Um, Next campaign. I don't know who that is. Let's not worry about it. Bad guy from We're Back is terrifying. Oh. He is. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. So, you all trundle forward, and before the hour is up, as the clocks of Stormhaven begin to strike the noon hour, you find mm. yourselves rolling into Green Terrace. Okay. How's Green what? Terrace look? Yeah. As we're rolling through it, compared to other parts of the city, given recent events. 
fairly fine, all things considered. The the greenery that is emblematic of Green Terrace is a little wilty and not as vibrant as it has been in your last trek through, but the neighborhood itself seems fairly intact. The telltale markers of violence seem to be absent in this neighborhood. There are no signs of Bard's Guild propaganda performances on the streets, at least as so far as you've seen. And yeah, there are no territory markers between the Alchemists and Teamsters Guilds. It seems the further north you get in the city, the less the conflict has spread to these parts. Well, I guess we should just find somewhere to board up. Yeah. Judah will ask, are we going to an inn, or... Is that wise? I don't think that's a good idea. It's not. I'm guessing Green Terrace doesn't have an under. There is absolutely bits of the underhaven that stretch into Green Terrace. It's true. Mostly overgrown sewer systems that are rife with wild animals and stranger bits of elvish cast-off things. You know the whole area here is dominated by a singular archfey that has become one with the land, known as the Gardener. Mm-hmm. And the the floating islands of Green Terrace above you are a mark of the power of that creature. It is said the Underhaven in this place are also called the Veins of the Gardener. How true that is, is a matter of debate, but it is just the common parlance. I mean, yeah, Underhaven sounds fine. I'll try and find something. Let's make a deal with another Archfey. Give me a survival check, Sid. Sure, sure. As you're moving in the distance, you can see the statue of the Hunter, that enormous elvish figure with a bow that, now as you look at it, is somewhat reminiscent, at least in form, to your companion, Camion. Uh, let's see, 17 plus 2, 19. 19, absolutely. Uh, ditching the cart, you make your way beneath one of the floating islands here in Green Terrace, and beneath there is a culvert, almost an empty uh, riverway that has been cleared of water, at least at this time. This is some kind of irrigation system that is occasionally flooded, but for now is empty of water. And from there you can make your way into the subterranean portions of the city. And eventually you are making your way through the tunnels, and you find uh, a secluded little pocket. You're not quite sure what you're beneath at this point, but it appears to be a a natural cave that intersects with some of the irrigation tunnels in this area. 
and this cave is pockmarked with roots coming down from the the ceiling. The dirt here is held together by trees and plant life from above. The only light here is what you bring with you. This appears as though it might have once been the den of an animal, but it's long since been abandoned. But large clumps of sticks and bric-a-brac have been pushed together into some kind of enormous nest off to one side. And you find several large handfuls of matted fur in combination with these large, robust feathers. You're not sure what used to live here, but there's no sign of it being here recently. Oh, that's good. How close are we to Cypress Court? Uh, I would say you're probably an hour and a half out. Okay. So we're not, like, under the roots of the willow tree or anything? No. Not by any means. Yeah, you, you turned slightly to the west when you left your cart behind and found your way into the Underhaven, but you didn't make it that far. Okay. Good to know. When you find this place, there is a collective moment where many of your companions let out long, exasperated sighs and find their butts on the ground. Yep. Yeah. I actually think Tirza just, like, starts pulling off the, like, blood-caked armor that she's in. Like, pretty much immediately. Judah basically falls down and is just breathing heavily, laying on his back. So, the plan, (laughs) buckling gauntlet. Oh, is there a plan? No, No there there isn't. But I think right now it's rest and then figure out some way back... Again, we don't know that we actually stopped anything. So we should probably figure out another way to get into the Bard's Guild since we... I mean, I guess we could try that one again, but... Probably shouldn't. Yeah. We'll find a different way. Camion will say, is what we want in the Bard's Guild now? No idea. I think we should probably, uh, like we did before, uh, keep our ears open. See if we can get any intercept any communication between Bard's Guild members. Um, figure out if we did anything. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems pretty obvious the rift is closed. That was the main goal, right? In the right. Bard's Guild was closing the Realm Scar. Right. Whatever they were using its power for. They can't they anymore. Can't anymore. Yeah. Talila, how long does that whatever you did to block the scrying? How long does that work for? When you found this location, Talila immediately started pulling things out of her pack: a thin sheet of lead, a piece of glass, a wad of a cloth, and a jar of like powdered crystal and she started just like spreading it like a salt shaker around the entire area where you are and she says no one's gonna see no one's gonna see whole uh a day a day and 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 this place too and this place too they won't see any of us good then at least we can rest here yeah and not worry about it 
it, it used to belong to someone named Morgan Keenan, but it's mine now. It's mine. And even though she told me, she told me that it was mine, but it's mine and I can do it. And she's casting Morden Kanan's private sanctum. So while you are in the area that she has deemed a sanctum, sound cannot pass out to the outside of the warded area. The warded area appears dark and foggy from outside. Sensors created by divination spells cannot appear in the protected area, nor can creatures within the protected area be the target of divination spells. Nothing can teleport in or out of the warded area, and planar travel is blocked within the warded area. Hey. Nice. Even dreams? Uh. Depends how you dream. But this is the spell she casts at 4th level, using her last 4th level spell slot, and this is how she has remained undetected for a very, very long time. That's good. The tricks. Cherish, you should probably finish up with that book while we're here, so we can get rid of it. Right. Uh... Well, whatever we do next, if it's going to look through the warehouses or whatever it is, I it's probably best done under the, under the cover of night anyway, potentially. And I can't do much of anything right now in terms of keeping us all alive. And yeah. I mean, we're going to rest. Yeah. We should be okay by nightfall. Exactly. What time is it and right now? It's like right uh, after noon. As well. Yeah, or probably right by the time noon. you found this place, probably close to one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think with that, Tears is just going to turn over and go to sleep. <laughs> just like, fuck it. <laughs> Oh shit, do we still have the Modron? Mm-hmm. And yeah, as you came into this place, uh, he came with you. You probably set him down inside the cart, but uh, when you left, he kind of was flying after you on his little metallic wings. Mm. How the fuck did we get away now. from anyone? <laughs> <laughs> with skills. That's true. And with rats. It, Skilled it, rats. Skilled the, rats. The, Cinematic shot is it cutting back to all of those like cool things we did during the skill challenge and just him talking in the background the whole time. Oh, what is that? Oh, what are these? (laughs) That is a lot of little hairy things. (laughs) And it will kind of flutter around the space and uh, glancing at things and like looking at pieces of armor that people are tearing off or weapons that you're setting aside, staring at all the little minutiae of adventurers trying to settle down to rest. So did you bring my javelin back? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I grabbed it from him. Okay. Cool. So fascinating. All of these things. (laughs) What asymmetry. Fascinating. So fascinating. Hey, who do you, uh, who's your boss? Primus. Primus, yeah. And the board of directors, I suppose. Hmm. Who's on the board of directors? The board of directors. Their name is the board of directors? I assume. Are there individual members of the board of directors? I assume. But you don't know? I do not. Hmm. 
what do the board of directors want with the valley here on the prime material plane? Those words do not make sense to me. Mm, I had a feeling. There is a valley, you say? Yes. On the prime material? As far as, as, as I know. know. There are many valleys, it is said, on the prime material. Mm. Which one is this? This one is in the middle of a giant magical storm. Mm, that does narrow it down. Does it sound familiar? No, but it's very oh. interesting. It certainly is. Please tell me more. Uh, uh, how about an, ex an exchange of information? Gladly. Hmm. Just have anything to offer. <laughs> He's lovely, uh, though, Mike. Really. Uh, yeah. I'm, treat. I'm secretly glad I didn't have to murder him for a, yeah. a, oh a blood ritual. Yes, um, thank you for not murdering this one. <laughs> I didn't I have to. Appreciate it. I know. You can thank Cherish for that. Um, you can thank Asmodeus for that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dadsmodeus. Not. No. Rather not. Dadsmodeus. Um, well, all sorts of folk from different planes of existence now make their home here. Fascinating. Mm. Um, what is uh, Primus's opinion on Mephistopheles? Can I say the name? No. Well, Cut yourself off in the middle of saying it. That's good. Mephishmophiles. What is no. what is what is Primus's opinion of the devils? They are hardworking and efficient business partners. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Dedicated to law and order. Of a sort, I suppose. Their efficiency is to be lauded. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have friends? <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck that shit. That that hurts. <laughs> that hurts me. Is there anyone that's gonna miss you? <laughs> Is anyone gonna miss you now that Does you're? Does anyone gone? even like you? <laughs> Primus is my friend. Oh, honey, your boss is not your friend. <laughs> Welcome to the resistance. <laughs> Unionize the Modrons. <laughs> oh no! We should, we should we should do that. Free yeah. thinking machines. Oh my oh, god! No. Let's do it. Hard shifted the campaign. Have you uh, have you heard of a, a a man named Atticus Carter? No. Oh. Hmm. Sounds fascinating, though. Could be. Maybe oh. he's just a dude. That sounds fascinating. Mm. What Why is was there... a dude? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a person who just likes to vibe. You know. Interesting. <laughs> at, at what frequency do they vibe? Oh, the just the right one. Ah, yes. Most things do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Lest their molecules destabilize. Mm -hmm. Sid is now realizing that he could he could just well actually he did try to lie to this thing before and uh, it didn't work. Um, 
that was in a plane of pure law and order. Uh, I suppose that's true, yeah. <laughs> the truth is much more flexible where the mortals are concerned. Introduce some chaos into this robot's life. Yeah. That's yes. My my goal is to corrupt this Modron um, <laughs> into a radical free thinker. Um, what a noble oh goal! God. Tear off the shackles of of uh, Mechanus. Um, I don't want no to. <laughs> See if it wants to smoke behind the bleachers during lunch. <laughs> Smoking would erode my chassis. But what if you liked it? You'd look cool, though. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> Primus says no to peer pressure. <laughs> Primus says just say no. God, Primus sounds like a square. Jeez. Yeah. He is. Technically, he is a tesseract. Is oh, are, well, we yeah, the, are we the villains in every, like, 90s special episode? What the fuck? I mean, Sid definitely is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the while, Cherish is desperately trying to keep reading this diary during all this answer. <laughs> yeah, dog, I'm over here trying to gain some knowledge from my book, too. Very fascinating. Yeah. So is the goal here to go down for a long rest then? I mean, I think that's the idea. Okay. Are you actively trying to sleep? I mean, we didn't sleep that long ago. (laughs) You did not. Yeah. You've been up for roughly six hours. Yeah. Yeah, I was under the assumption that we, like, some of us, if they wanted to sleep, go for it. And then we would spend time here laying low until like actual sleep happened, and we would pick up a watch on that. Oh, I thought we were going out. At yeah, night. I figured. I figured we were going out once our long rest was done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it! Then I guess and we're I'm, not going to be able to I'm, read my fucking book. God damn it! Tirza I mean, is only sleeping because she doesn't want to talk to anybody right now. So Cherish is trying to read. Sid is attempting to corrupt a being of pure law. Mm-hmm. Grawl Challenge is accepted. also reading. Well, I mean, if we need to sleep now so we can go out you at night. You don't need to sleep. I would like to not be a squishy, squishy, squishy boy. Then take a um, short rest and spend as many hit dice as you like. Yeah, yeah you're a warlock. And yeah. Tirza is going to sleep? Okay. I'll yeah. go to sleep now and if I wake up and we're, we're not going out yet, then I'll read. Okay. How many hours of sleep are you trying to get? I want a full eight. Alright, it is about seven-ish hours until sunset. I don't know what the plan is. What the If we're planning on going out at night, what's the plan? Yeah, I mean, we don't. That's the thing is, we don't have a plan. I just I we figured need to we take could, a long rest before. I figured I need we to take a long rest before I can do anything. I figure we poke around some of the warehouses, um, see what activity the Bard's Guild is continuing to do. Now that okay. maybe we've thrown a wrench into their plans. So, do we want to pick a time that we're planning on going to do that before? I say I sleep for. 62 hours. How about Nightfall? Nightfall. Yeah. 
Okay. Time sunset right now? Sunset's around eight-ish. It's almost a full rest. I mean, yeah. those of you who need to recoup should do so. I probably will be fine with just a short rest. Uh, all Judah, Camion, and Talila are just going to content themselves with short rests as well. None of them if, are in a condition to sleep, necessarily. Yeah, yeah and I mean, if, if the plan works out that we need to go beforehand, just wake her up, I guess. And I'll just roll some head dice. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll be fine with what I've got. Okay. So I will also roll some hit dice while I read, and I'm sure that the voice in my head has some interesting commentary to give. Uh, yeah. The voice in your head would say, The name is Ruby, by the way. Great. Nice to meet you. A pleasure. What are we doing now? Oh, that's nice. Wait, so you don't know, like, who are you? I told you. You're just like this stick. Rod, actually. Great. But you're not, like, Asmodeus. I'm not Hmm. saying any of this out loud. PT dubs. Just want to make that explicitly clear. I am. A little bit. Okay. A shadow, perhaps. A reflection. All I know is I'm here to help. Your name is Cherish, right? Yes. Delightful. The names of tieflings. Always so fanciful. Um, well, to answer your question... Right now... I am reading this journal. Um, an individual who is connected with my father. Oh, your trying father. Trying to find out. <laughs> trying to see if I can glean any more of their plans from reading about their life. Ah. Need any help? What do you have to offer? Insight. Knowledge. Well, I suppose since I have this thing for the time being, I can tell you what I know. Please do. And I will elaborate on the things that I know, so. My, my, my. He has been busy. Making a cult is... Such a tedious pastime, don't you think? Well, when you have eternity, suppose. But then again, what else are you going to do? We could do what you're doing now. Simply be great, and those less worthy will choose to follow. Well, I suppose I don't have as much of an ego. Excellent. The things this Atticus Carter was doing. Making a weapon? 
Clearly some kind of huh, living creature. This weapon might be yeah. a person. Or at least they used to be. Yeah. The best weapons usually are. So, even though I don't think that we destroyed this weapon, hopefully closing that portal... No, I think you made it down. much harder for them to finish whatever they were doing. Well, that's good. Eliminating factors of random chance would certainly have made their plans a lot smoother. All we have to do is find it. Yes. Track it down and watch it burn. I suppose that's all I can do anymore. Indeed. The fire's not so bad. But it's also not nearly as effective as a good splash of acid. Oh, we have that too. <laughs> acid is a favorite tool of... Well, you know, many a duke and duchess had to be dissolved in their partnership with the Scarlet Duke. The bile pits of Malbolge will do wonders for the skin and muscle and bones. You should go sometime. That's what I keep hearing. Yes. I hate. I'm sure Glacia and you would have much to speak about. And you're continuing to read the rest of the journal while this is happening? Yeah. Okay. Sid, do you continue talking with your new Modron friend? Yeah, sure. Okay. Any particular information you're trying to get out of him? He doesn't know anything about Atticus Carter or... But he is... Familiar with the devils, obviously, the Bator, or sorry, not Bator, Bator, Mechanis, Concordant. Yeah, maybe just trying to get information on that. Okay. Yeah. Asking some roundabout questions, you eventually actually learn a, a, a few interesting tidbits. Mm. The Bator, Mechanis, Concordant is apparently a law-keeping organization that was set up just over 500 years ago. Chucker. That is meant to establish law and order throughout the multiverse. Specifically in the realms of something called the Inner Moil and the Outer Plains. What is the inner moil? Well, what is left of the elemental planes and the cosmic reflections? Hmm. It's like a, my friends and I have been to a, a plane. That, there's ocean, there's, there's land, there's uh, a big pit of fire and, and, and liquid magma, and there's day and night. And Ah, yes. That is the Roiling Maelstrom, or what is left of it. Right. And when it consumed the Shadowfell and the Feywild, it created the Star Night Seas. Gotcha. 
And that was about 500 or so years ago. Oh, yes. Happened. Terribly yeah. chaotic. Do you know well, why that happened? Order needed to be restored. So, so that happened because order needed to be restored? I do not know. The initial cause is... Well, it escapes us duodrones. Hmm. Those are thoughts for pentadrones. Some of your friends you speak of. Oh, yes. So hmm. friendly. Hmm. Well, you seem pretty friendly. I am! Hmm. Learning a little bit more about it, yeah, you find out that apparently it is some sort of policing force that inflicts law upon outer planes. Most specifically, they try to keep the uh, the blood war penned in to Avernus specifically. Uh, and they've been successful in the last 500 years of making sure, with one notable exception, that the blood hmm. war has not spilled out into any outlying planes. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about a group of individuals who have let the blood war spill out into other planes of existence. Well, that would be dangerously chaotic. It sure would. Uh, perhaps a group of individuals who have opened up various portals, letting uh, extraplanar magic mix together for their own nefarious purposes. Nefarious? Hmm. Perhaps, uh, perhaps Primus should look into it. Yes, Primus should. Someone should tell him. Hmm. Yes. By the way, I'm talking about Atticus Carter. You you asked about him earlier. The 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 chill dude. He's actually not. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I lied to you. Uh, he is partially responsible for the chaos that has befallen our little valley here. Fascinating. Mm. And you you didn't know anything about him? No. This name does not appear in any of our records. Now, he does uh, ally himself with something called Fury. Does that sound familiar? Fury? That is yes. an emotion. Yes. But a, a, an individual calls themselves Fury. Well, that seems yeah. silly. It does, and I heard a little rumor that it might be someone associated with the Hells. Perhaps a devil? That seems unlikely. Does it? Yes. Why is that? Why is that? They would not engender the spreading of chaos? Sure they would, if it benefited them. No, that does not make sense. What benefit would there be in chaos? Well... Uh, through chaos, they can shield their true intentions. That seems unlikely. If there were evidence produced to Primus that one of the devils was sowing chaos throughout the planes of existence, what do you think would happen? A trial, undoubtedly. Very interesting. The board of directors would undoubtedly be told. A committee to form a tribunal would absolutely be in order. 
Of course, there would have to be a committee to assemble the committee to assemble the tribunal. Right. These things must be done in the proper order. And how long would this process take? Oh, at least four cycles, if done properly. Four cycles. I was about to ask how long a cycle is, but I don't think that's going to help me here. I do not know. I'm trying to be helpful. You're doing an excellent job. Thank you. Of course, yes. Well, that's got to be something. It is undoubtedly something. Hmm. For that excellent information that you provided, I think that I will do my best to get you back to where you came from. That is excellent. Are you capable of opening portals into other realms? Well, I, you know, I know people. I know. Uh, Do you know people who are capable of opening portals into other realms? Perhaps. Where is Fizzle Perhaps. What is the probability of this information being stored in your brain? Depends on what happens. If you've. Quick question, is opening portals into other planes of existence, is that against the concordance will? That is a very long question. Well, you know, I'm hoping there's a short answer. The answer is no, not strictly. It is frowned upon, but planar travel has not been made illegal in some years. Well, that's good. In that case, yes, I do know people who could 100% travel between the planes. Oh, the waveform has collapsed. Excellent. I don't know what that means. The information has solidified within your brain. Sure. Excellent. Mm. I look forward to meeting these people. They sound fascinating. Mm. Yes, and they look uh, they're gonna they're gonna absolutely love you. I, I I can guarantee it. Love, another strange emotion. <laughs> so you're all trying to rest as this conversation continues to yammer on. Tears uh, <laughs> descending into sleep is like I fucking love this robot. <laughs> Tears are watch your language, jeez. Oh yeah! Um, <laughs> Shit, I forgot she doesn't say fuck. God damn it! Yeah. Shit, Excuse fuck! Please, God damn it! Stop. <laughs> think of what Talila is going to think of you now. Over the next few um, hours, yeah. uh, Grawl, you're sleeping. Yeah, I decided on a short rest. Okay. Uh, well, then, mostly because I rolled the dice for that. Yeah, and I had to use almost all of them to get back up to near near full. Well. Mm. Are you going to spend the rest of the time reading then? Yeah, I need a grand total of eight hours to finish off, or no, nine hours to finish off this dumb book. Well, you can get seven right now. Great. Great. Cool. Awesome. Puts me at 46 out of 48. (laughs) (laughs) That's so close. So close. close. It's for an increase in intelligence, which we know is not going to help Grawl at all. It'll help a little bit. Maybe. I mean, it literally will help a little bit. I've never rolled anything with intelligence in my life. 
Never, not once, not ever. I have. Cherish. Yeah. Continuing to read back to front, yes? Yeah. So you're reading these in reverse order. You're slowly but surely making your way through this journal. Again, it is a chronicle of the assembling of a plan to destabilize the valley and to take a swing at the old mage using misdirection. The section you're reading at first details the organization of a plot to throw the drylands into chaos and to have that chaos spill out into the rest of the valley. Right. What a dick. Apparently, Atticus Carter, using illusions and magic, served as an advisor to the warlord Grand. Okay. <laughs> there is mention of the Warborn, and that if one of them could be sequestered away and raised by the organization that had not yet developed into the cult you know today, but existed well before it adopted the Dahaka method methodology, could raise one of these children to replace the Warlord, they could eventually unify the legions of Hobgoblins and control one of them into being the pawn they needed to affect the chaos they want. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Huh. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him real good. And then he's gonna serve me forever. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. The implications there, especially knowing what you know about the the time where Atticus Carter was apparently attempting to buy Grawl mm -hmm. to hunt is now thrown into question a little bit. Uh-huh. Apparently Atticus Carter was aware of Grawl's significance to Hobgoblin leadership. Uh-huh. And might still be aware of that fact. Probably still I mean, aware of that fact. I was going to say, like, he, he didn't forget it. <laughs> yeah, considering the other one that they've got running the show down there, it kind of just, like, pieced out. I don't think that was kind of, like, in their cards. I don't know. Maybe it was. There is no mention of Null Nine Lives in the bits of the journal that you've read. So if she was taken in by the cult, there's no indication here. And... I highly doubt that it would be wild if their plans included her being like, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, or becoming an avatar of a returning of, goblin yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. That too. There's no mention of Maglubiet outside of Mir. Like, well, these children are considered to be signs from their deities. Right. And Atticus Carter's opinion seems to be that the deities have long since departed uh, any active relationship with uh, the hot goblins. Lol. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that, that wrong. Was, that was true twenty five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
further reading, as they go farther and farther back, you are starting to see more and more plots that are being uh, continually stymied. Uh, the one with the warlord in the drylands was definitely the last kind of failed attempt at sowing chaos. There was apparently a revolt within the hierarchy of Srothheim that was attempted that failed due to unforeseen circumstances involving the lineage of a long-forgotten king, the king who is named, uh, that you've met. Uh, her mm-hmm. apparent... I was going to say, she's, she got that shit on lockdown down there. Her apparent rise to power was part of an ancient prophecy, apparently. Nice! Fuck yeah! That she, God, she rules. claimed the mantle of, unexpectedly. Party with That's her again. awesome. There's another plot that is detailed here involving turning the forces of the Eastwood against Fair Ames here and attempting to force the city into some kind of retreat, creating a, a breach into what remains of the Feywild that was attempted. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that was stopped by uh, a member of House Lyodon. Specifically, Sid's grandfather, who you've seen portraits of, but never... Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- none of you have ever met this man. All you know is he was kind of a hard-ass and unexpectedly put Sid's dad in charge before he died. Seemingly just to spite his other children. Ah. <sighs> family. What a good father. Honestly, <laughs> me as a dad. You gotta. <laughs> like, like fuckadads.com, but also respect. <laughs> Gotta cut them loose. There is even mention, going even farther back, of Atticus Carter's attempt to make a deal with Pyrescale. Hmm. Yeah. And it basically reports the same thing that Pyrescale said, that Pyrescale killed his servants and let Atticus Carter walk out uh, with the skin of his back and little else. Listen, fuck Pyrescale, but... <laughs> Respect, yeah. Respect. <laughs> the... All this shit would have been over if he just would have, like, you know, roasted him like a goddamn marshmallow. There were apparently uh, plan, all sorts of plans to deal in this book, ranging from the... Plans on plans on plans. Absolutely insane to the absolutely tedious. There was uh, mentions of trying to find... Uh, bits of the Stormhaven tax code that would make it illegal to be the old mage. Uh, <laughs> there were mentions of attempting to corrupt the mayor of Blue Gulch to return to his ancient ways. I was really hoping there was going to be something about the mayor in here. Again, a lot, some of these are like very brief and very like, we attempted this, it failed. This is a dead end. Yeah. Some of it is only worth a single entry in this journal. There is a continuing relationship that you're seeing built with the forces of Zonat Zero. Mm -hmm. Apparently, one of the prime speakers uh, of that place, that's the title of their leadership, um, one of the major domos of the prime speaker is working very closely with Atticus Carter and has been for decades. Shit. You don't know who this person is, but their name is Xenophon. 
Hmm. Sick name. Uh, that is sort of like in the background of a lot of these is the continuing support that he's getting from Zonot Zero and other members of the coalition that he's building. You learn the name of that albino Goliath is apparently named Marble, which sees through the cracks in a soul. Good fucking name. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, he's generally referred to as Marble for short. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, you learn more and more about these failed attempts. Uh, Atticus Carter makes several mentions of the fact that he may or may not have been responsible for Rushton attempting to build close to Pyrescale's domain as an attempt to, like, kind of set up a, hey, how's it going from a, a distance away that failed completely. Mm-hmm. As you get closer and closer to the beginning of this journal, it becomes clear that the cult, as you know it now, really wasn't a force to be reckoned with until this last iteration. Until that point, it was a scattering of individuals. It wasn't a a body of people. There are individuals that are mentioned over and over again. Whoever this Xenophon is, uh, Marble is mentioned a few times. There is someone... Uh, Several devotees who are, are mentioned but aren't necessarily named, but it's really only in the last 20 years that this broad conspiracy has built into the organization that it is now. Nearing the beginning of this journal, you start seeing more and more that it's written almost like a manifesto. Mm-hmm. It's laying out goals, not necessarily specific plans. Mm-hmm. It is talking about how are you supposed to stop something like what the old mage has become. And that phrase and that terminology is pretty explicit. Atticus Carter, in these early parts of the journal, doesn't refer to the old mage as a person. Mm-hmm. He refers to her as a a force or a... A, a complex series of problems that need to be broken down. It's only later in the journal that he shorthands it to her, but even that her shifts to you at a certain point. The journal begins with several notations that are disturbing in only so far as that they they start with a journal entry that says that I've made a terrible mistake. In accepting his help, I've opened myself up to his plans, and in doing so, I've become involved in some greater work. I didn't think I had a choice in the matter, but looking back, I think I did. It's a little late for that now, though. So I'll see this done. I'll see this old Arkentold dead if it means getting my mother back. So be it. And then it continues from there. The slow descent into machinations and broad sweeping plans to destabilize the valley, 
to destroy the old mage, all building towards this crescendo that you are on the precipice of right now, starts with a need to rescue Valamardes from the clutches of Mephistopheles. And there's a low, terrible chuckle from inside your head, and a voice that says, Well, that's a load of bullshit. What do you mean? That's not the kind of deal Mephistopheles would make. A child of Mephistopheles. <laughs> I've never heard something so ridiculous. Wait, what do you think I am? <laughs> A child, certainly. Hellish power, to be sure. But you have a dragon's soul. Okay, sure. Enough time in Bator, and all things turn towards Asmodeus, though. <laughs> Tirza, as you sleep, yes? you feel a hand on your shoulder. Uh, I look to see who it is. And turning, you're no longer in a low cave. The purple cloak resting around your shoulders whips in an unknown wind across a field of rippling grass, and a large, enormous man stands just behind you. Dorn Ketsigar says, You called out for me. Is... Oh, I hadn't thought I did, but I suppose, yes, I did. Is there a problem? I mean, uh, um, I mean, there are so many problems, but I, I didn't realize that that was what I was doing. I... Hmm. Benoni heard a cry for help, a desperate plea. I assumed it was you. I mean, maybe not. I, I mean, I didn't specifically call for you. I, from here? He will kind of like look past you with a cocked eyebrow, and an old wizened voice will say, Perhaps it was not intentional. And you turn and you see Sadagar standing behind you. But that is what it is when you use... That well of healing. Right. It is connection. It is a bond. I used it. I don't know that much can be helped with at the moment. Don't Unfortunately. Sadagar, what is this about? Sadagar will grip you by the shoulders and say, No, Tirza, don't you understand? This is it. That power, that power within you. When you cause the storm to shake. That is not the storm reacting to your power. That is this place. But that is you pushing against it. it. But you do. You use it every day, healing your friends. It is the same. Hmm. I, I mean, I. Yeah, I. That's uh, helpful to know, certainly. But I. Sorry, I'm a little 
distracted by everything else yes, going I know. on, it's and all... I just don't. But that is just it. There's no barrier that can stop you now. Uh, y- you mean with? Do you mean with the threads or, or the the there, fabric? I... There is no threads. There is no fabric. I did not understand before, but now it is connection. It is bonds. It is the connection between you and those around you whom you've touched. You're not pulling on threads. You're bringing those connections together. Reducing the distance to nothing. Neither of you move. You move the world to grow close to another. Like, huh. Chuck Norris pushing the earth down via push-ups. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like how the event horizon was supposed to work instead of opening a portal to a pure chaos dimension. Mm-hmm. It, like we're in always. Always. Uh, yeah, it's the folding of the paper to bring yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. And Sadigar will turn towards Dorn and say, "The call to you was merely so I may speak freely. I." This is fantastic, amazing. Forgive me my short-sightedness, but, uh, I mean, yes, being able to to travel between these places, being able to connect these places, it, it doesn't do a lot for me right now. Where do you need uh, to be? Well, I mean, we need to get to wherever this weapon is. So we can stop it, or or we need to get to the old mage so we can help her, or you possess everything you need then. Oh, yeah, I yeah I hadn't really thought of it like that, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> did forget that I could just kind of teleport places, um, but I. The weapon, I don't have a... I know it's not a thread. just said that, but I don't have any... I don't have any connection to it. Sadagar's face will droop. And say, You do, though. I know you do not wish to admit it. I know you don't wish to see it. But you know everything that needs knowing. To find out what that weapon is. I... She was their weapon before you killed her. Oh. Um... But what they've done to her now, have Cherish tell you when you wake. I think Tirza, like, um, feels something on her face. And touches it, and she's crying just, like, a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't... Okay. Thank you. Um, and she will, like, give him, uh... It's not a very warm hug, because 
this is a lot to take in, but it is like a familiar kind of sensation, like automatic. Over your shoulder, you can hear Dorn say, Next time, old friend, you just have to ask. And I don't I don't know if Tirza wakes up immediately from that, if that if this conversation has taken eight hours, but I think she stands up when she does wake and walks over to Cherish and sits down and says, I think you have something to tell me. And I think it is there that we're going to end today's session of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at matcomrpg. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. Episode 101. Oh, we are on the, the cusp. We, we, are, we are in the riotous conflagration that is the end of this campaign. And we it's are... Countdown. And we're in the final <laughs> countdown. And we just got copyright struck, so thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, Under 30 seconds, oh, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. God damn. It was less than 30 seconds, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one second, I'm texting Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait. I couldn't yeah, wait. thanks. It's okay. so important. Uh, <laughs> literally. This close. I am on the cusp. Of going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly you can find me. It was important, <laughs> as I'm sure Olivia will. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, um, where I make all kinds of D&D art. Um, and uh, some of it's even Matcom related. Um, and if you already follow me on Twitter or you like my art, you can support me uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. I also have a Society6 store that has a couple of Matcom prints on it. Um, the I'm pretty sure the link is society6.com slash smelliot with two L's and two T's, but the link is also on my Twitter. Um, I did not realize that that's what the shop was called, so whatever. I will pay for all my own mistakes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. God, I, like, uh, I've suspected that it's Lucrezia for, like, a long time, but so good, so good for Tirza to know, and just, uh, um, I love being sad. I don't know if you guys could tell, based on everything about me and this character but freaking um, if you want to come hang <laughs> out and be sad I'm with sad. me then then you should do me. that <laughs> if you as elliot knows oh sorry sorry reed as elliot knows you. if you say a sad thing to me i will turn it around and make it sadder back to you so watch out <laughs> Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> oh, it's your, oh, it's your no. turn now. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram where I don't post sad things, <laughs> opposite of sad, mildly entertaining. Um, yeah. You can find me at the Redimus. Um, yeah. Find me. I post pictures of cool, cool places that I go. 
And uh, yeah, do it. It's true. Yeah. Um, and if you want to help us all out here at the podcast, uh, you're listening to it right now and you're enjoying yourself as these plots unravel before our very ears, so to speak. Um, you can let us know what you think, uh, by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, we love hearing from you. Um, I mean, obviously I think everybody, I can speak for everybody saying we would do this whether or not we were recording it. We, it's just fun to do. Recording um, it means we get to play every week, though. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're obligated to play. Yes. Um, this isn't for you. This is for us. Yeah. Don't tell but, them that. Don't tell them that. But despite what Elliot just said, we do actually <laughs> really like hearing from you guys. Mm. Um, so. So, so please, please help us out um, by, as I said, rating and reviewing our podcast. Um, and if you do, uh, and you include in the subject line of the review the name of an NPC, well, I think that NPC might just show up in this campaign. Hey, maybe our new Modron friend uh, needs a name. It's true. They really do. And yeah. Uh, I mean, even you could have named the owner of the Rat Emporium that was <sighs> spilled oh, upon during the skill challenge. Yeah. What a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's probably Radigan. It's probably Radigan. Yeah. He's a mouse. He's a mouse. Oh, my God, you guys. I can't even. <laughs> He's a mouse. Don't make him ring the shop. bell. <laughs> He's better than the rats. Obviously, he's the world's greatest rat. And of course, oh no, oh no! While you're doing that, you can find little old me on Twitter at mkgergoni, where I am more than happy to talk about all of the absolute planar insanity that has been swirling about this campaign, and will continue to swirl about this campaign until the bitter end. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and of I've course. Speaking of bitter ends, you can find our good, good friend Omatep over on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, where despite the fact that he may or may not walk out of this campaign alive, who knows? Who knows? Somehow being drawn into the final conflict, he may be. I doubt it. He's busy packing up his shop and about to leave this nasty-ass dimension. But, uh... It's fair. <laughs> you can, of course, find him there on Twitter where he is an important NPC. Mm -hmm. Thank you all so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. Episode 101. Yeah. That number is going to keep going up, at least for now. That's pretty, pretty weird. Un <laughs> unlike Marvel and DC, we're not constantly getting back to a number one. Nah. But in the meanwhile, the world is chaos. So please be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. See you next time. Okay, Joe Cool. Jeez. <laughs>